Dang. She was just Rose, man. She was a she was a No Titanic talk on here, man. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Just because right. you think you're king of the world. Alright, Earl T. King of the world. Brian, king of the world. I'm drinking I'm drinking Earl Grey tea. Hot. Because I'm king of the world. Hot. Such a All right, man. Picard. Because I've been sick for a week. Yep. And I'm Paul, the bearded wonder. Yeah. I'm Greg Alicious. Or, uh, or gorgeous said, Greg. He, you take your pick. Either one or either one is good. <laughs> I like how just one week into that, you, I, you I, said I, it with resignation you gotta, in your voice. You gotta own um, it. Uh, I'm Greg I'm Gorgeous um, Greg. Gorgeous Greg. <laughs> there you go. That's much better. <laughs> um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, follow us at BingeWatchPC on um, Twitter. Facebook, just search bingewatchpodcast.com. Um, and the website's bingewatchpodcast.com. Um, we're going to do this and we'll get started. And Paul, you want to hit us up with some news? Oh, dee, 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 dee. hello, Mr. and Mrs. America and all ships at sea. <laughs> okay, so the news analysts, half of internet subscribers use Netflix. I got this off of the extremist. Half? What? Half of what? internet? Yeah, half. He's he's waving at you. Oh, see that? I gotta I gotta move in. Yeah, he's, people he's gotta so see Greg Alicious. We're face. we're periscoping, so you know we gotta gotta roll with this. Uh, so half much of better, internet subscribers. Better, I got this off extremists. Um, they're dominating. Netflix is dominating the digital streaming market. They saw very early on. We've talked about this before that they were a DVD only service, and they. So all the sort way of, the future. yeah, they they jumped on it quick, and everybody had given the CEO a, a rash of crap about it until he, he proved them all wrong. So um, not only all wrong, all dumb, all dumb. I remember that day. I remember yeah. watching. And it's like they switched it up, and you're no yeah. longer getting the DVDs sent to you. And, and they they like, no na- way that's gonna work. They'd named it. Uh, you're so stupid. The DVD portion. They called it something else, and right. then they mm-hmm. quickly scuttled that plan. <laughs> Their stock took a hit that day. I remember yes, that. It, yes, it did. And they, there was a lot of people calling for uh, what is his name? Reed Hastings. Is that right? The CEO. They was calling for him to. Move along. You could say Barry <laughs> Allen, and I'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, definitely." You never remember Barry <laughs> Allen. You remember <laughs> the CEO Ingve Malmsteen? Yeah. You remember yeah. him? <laughs> God, he David was good. Cam- David Cameron. <laughs> he could hold a board meeting. Exactly. Um, a massive number of those these people are. You consider that as a good majority now have access to broadband, and they're also on Netflix. Numbers are around uh, uh, hovering around. Forty-eight to fifty percent between them and YouTube are saying that they have used it in the last twelve months. Uh, Amazon, Hulu—they're hovering in the between twenty and thirty percent, and HBO Go is down right near ten percent, ten to twelve percent. So wow. I thought that was—I thought that was sort of interesting. So I followed that at extremist guy. Yeah. He put some good stuff on there. He always has some good end up. That's where I get a good chunk of my news now. I usually go to places like, you know, Variety, Deadline.com or uh, yeah, Deadline.com. I, I, I like someone that's putting some effort into it to filter it to us that's a little bit more long. You don't have to search through every site in the world. Yeah, yeah. A little bit it, of an aggregator. Yeah, and I, I like that. And it's a very clean website, especially on a mobile phone. It's very, very easy. And all the stuff is, he's got like five links I, on the I front of the page. I thought I'd never heard Paul say he likes a clean website. I like it. <laughs> I likes it. Only a select few. Yeah. Um, he pointed out, notably, YouTube seems to be slightly on the decline, while Amazon and Hulu have remained sort of flat. And I can't, I was thinking about this 
yesterday I was here our radio ad or TV ad or something about Amazon how they were talking about oh Amazon um, Prime video blah 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 you know comes with um, Prime yeah the shipping and I was thinking I bet they never take those numbers north of the people that are signed up for the free shipping yeah you know what I mean yeah like I mean I think they would have to have a ton of content before they would have people pay the hundred dollars a year just for the Amazon Prime Video, like in yeah. numbers, you know. Yeah. What I mean? And I think that's why they um, Amazon Prime seems to skew so heavily of charging for a lot of their content right. on on there because they're you know they're trying to it's revenue and it's also it's the got to get the, those pennies somehow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the uh, redheaded stepchild of the behemoth that is Amazon Prime is probably a very small portion of their their income stream yeah so i would think so yeah um and i, I thought that i mean but considering hbo go has been going for how long now a couple a year a couple of years the hbo now or hbo go H, HBO, hbo go has been a couple of years the the hbo go is the app you get free when you when you have hbo right yeah yeah i think it's been going about a year and a half yeah maybe. so they're sitting around 10 to 12 percent so but that's respondents that's what you always have to caveat these numbers respondents that say yeah in the last 12 month did they just use it once uh i'm sure netflix you get a much better representation because that's pretty much the first thing i i go to when i'm watching streaming stuff so hbo go launched february 8th 2010 so didn't get picked up very quickly. No. Oh, wow. So like, yeah, five it years. It seems like it's been out there for wow. a while. Yeah. They just didn't do... I mean, when you market it on, what, HBO, like, that doesn't really get a whole lot. So I think it, it might not have been the best marketing to, to get yeah. it out. And they see a, a, a spike whenever a new Game of Thrones comes on. They <laughs> shut her down. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's what, that's what Brian does. He, he, it's like, well, that season's done. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, beyond that, there's not like HBO. I th- do they do 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 really? They do one thing that I think the other ones are going to have to come up with. It was just they have with the John Oliver and Bill Maher. They have enough stuff that's kind of on every week. Yeah, that <clears throat> makes it a little bit worth going in and keeping it. But the other stuff, it's like, hey, they run a series and then you're kind of done. Yeah, and you can bounce in and binge watch and then bounce out. You know, for five months, you only have to pay for that one month to, to binge their stuff, or two weeks if, in your extreme usage case. Yeah, he so goes they're gonna in, have to. He goes in there like with a Dyson vacuum cleaner. Hoover that shit up. See y'all later. Turn it off. He <laughs> paid for one month, man. Can I get a prorate on that? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> happened with that? So yeah, um, and both of the this they're talking about uh, Amazon in this article, Amazon and Hulu. Um, have committed in 2016 to bolstering their catalogs, spending some money. And of course, we talked last week about how, uh, uh, how, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Netflix, Netflix. <laughs> so many, so many, it's like HBO flicks, <laughs> popcorn flicks, how, uh, how Netflix is committed this next year to spending $5 billion on content. So everybody's like, oh, we need to get the, capture those eyeballs quickly. And uh, there's also they were talking about some of uh, the, uh, the these respondents. Uh, there was a, a, a linked article in here uh, from theextremist.com that a good majority of people, especially younger demographics, share passwords to the streaming service. And I saw I've seen people like there's websites where you can go and like you need a you, you want to watch for free. We got they got like listed like tons of passwords and stuff like that that people were freely sharing. Yeah, and there, there's a like a 
I saw a bunch of there's a bunch of websites too that like um, gen- somehow generate a ton like automatically I guess like promo. It's like a, it's, it's stuff. like a it's like a cracker for software where yeah. they can generate they got it figured out how to generate it what it's looking for and like uh, that or it's just actively logging into the website generating fake emails addresses generating blah 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 until I don't they know how they're doing them. it but the their things say that uh, you know yeah hey, there's if you want to watch Netflix for 15 days or whatever their current promo is here you get here's so a login they're yeah. the ones that I can blame for when it always asks are you a human type in this right. little thing that's what the is this a picture of a yeah. cat do you, do you pause <laughs> and you're like hmm am I am I a human this captcha has, only has befuddled me. <laughs> they should make you sing to it or yeah. something like that. There, there's a, a website. Have you ever heard the website? It's called Bug Me Not, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it generate it. People Isn't can that ad blocker. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would think uh, it's for passwords to like uh, New York Times and stuff like that. Or anything that people will enter in something that's worked, and it'll show if it's worked in the past 15 days mm-hmm. and how fresh it is and stuff. And I've mm-hmm. used it on stuff that. You've used all your monthly views of yeah. It's like really, your content's not really that, that yeah. valuable to you me. You just that got excited. lucky. I looked at your website that many times this <laughs> fucking week. Yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was sort of interesting stats. Netflix is by and by and large the the king of the cradle. Yeah, no, yeah, as they should be. I mean, they yeah. were first in, and now they set the business model up so it's easier for people to follow in with what works. You know what I mean? But they're yeah. definitely the Microsoft of this thing. And if you think about it, I mean, you've got those, you got companies like Redbox that try to get into that space. You've got tons of other ones that are going to try and get into the streaming space, but the amount of overhead that they've been able to cut down on because they can go streaming instead of having to send out the physical, you know, send out those DVDs. I mean, just their profit margin just had to start really turning around at that and point. i think they offload a lot of their server stuff to like amazon amazon's gotten really into they have a huge number of server farms and yeah. they offload like a lot of the live streaming stuff is actually done through amazon servers they rent out huge pieces of it to i wonder if facebook will get into that because they got a server farm going up in our area yeah i don't know i don't know if that's their business model or they just want closer or more storage or redundancy i don't know what they've got going on it's supposed well, to be a gigantic facility with only like 40 total employees mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know and they own tumblr too right amazon does i think they they i don't know and i think they bought didn't they I've buy never, alta vista as well i don't get tumblr uh tumblr it's just for people posting images and people use it for like personal website mm-hmm. you know to show how dick good pics. a photography they are and stuff yeah or dick pics yeah, yeah basically <laughs> yeah it's it's a little bit of, and there's God, i don't I don't want to see balls tumblr yeah. account. <laughs> it's crazy uh the um, balls balls <laughs> yeah. it's like it's actually the name they're, 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 do they swing to and fro do they <laughs> <laughs> Do they wobble to and fro? Yes, they they might. It's it depends on if I'm in trouble at home or not. <laughs> she keeps them in a jar, man. <laughs> so um, so yeah. So I thought that was interesting in uh, that you have Netflix, which is a subscription only service, mm-hmm. and you have YouTube, which is free except for their YouTube Red, which we made fun of which endlessly now, like, last every week. Every time you're on YouTube, it wants it asks you now if you want to go to YouTube Red. I'm like no, I'm never going to click on this. <laughs> really, it does. Yeah, well, they that, just, I just noticed it the other day. It'll ask oh, me okay. that at work, and I'm just like, stop it! Quit <laughs> asking me this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, IT comes and talks to you. What's up with this red tube? <laughs> it's like no, it's not. It's, it keeps recommending it to me. I don't know why. The yeah. red is at the end. I cannot help but click on it. <laughs> <laughs> click the red candy light button. No. So yeah, and other news. Uh, this is also also 
off extremists because they're he has such is good stuff. I know. I, I, I just gave him a shout extremist. out on Twitter. Com. Said keep it coming. Just extremist.com? Yeah. What's it, his Twitter handle? Uh, at extremist. Yeah, at extremist. I did that one, and maybe I'm not spelling it right, because that was some guy e, who was really uh, extreme. E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M-I-S-T. A. Extremist. There's a joke in there. Sounds like a golden shower website. Extreme. Extreme. We have what's new on Amazon Prime video streaming instantly in December 2015. Uh, Interstellar will be on there on Prime uh, in December. So that'll be awesome. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's, it's a great movie. If, you, if you're into the science, it's not real fast-paced. If you're in the, we've talked about it before. If you're into the science aspect and kind of a cool story, it's, it's good. Yeah, I like it. I mean, we, and we talked about The Martian, too. Mm-hmm. I like that. That yeah. was a lot of science. I can't wait till that. I'm going to buy that when it comes out in The Martian. Yeah. Uh, the second season of Transparent premieres December 11th. I saw that they were... That's their biggest rated one. So yeah. I saw that they were doing it. Didn't it win... It won, it won big. Golden Globe or something? Yeah, it won big awards. Which network was that on? Uh, Prime. Prime. Pr- oh, okay. It's Prime. It's, it's exclusive, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, there's a funny... Right in the middle of this article, there's a link. Get a free 30-day trial to Amazon Prime. Uh... Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what lost out to Jessica Jones for me, at least this weekend, uh, I was going to watch uh, Man in the High Castle. Those episodes came out Friday, and I'm going to have to watch it. it this week because I was like, <laughs> Jessica Jones, Man. Oh, sorry, Philip K. Dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catch you next week. It's brother. getting great reviews. I shot all those yeah. reviews to you yeah. on Twitter, so it looks it's, looks like it's doing well. Yeah. yeah. Now that you have a holiday week coming up, you'll have plenty of time. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's, that'll be. That'll I be think awesome. if they had. If Amazon had seven or eight like really good constant churning out series like that, that maybe they could attract more eyeballs past the people that are just just there because oh I get this because I do free shipping, um, and I'm gonna flip over this week and watch it too. I'm gonna finish up Twelve Monkeys and then flip over and do that. So yeah, and I believe there's only ten episodes. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, and they I've seen the first two anyway. The pilot it looks like and they the spent one some money on it too. It's got a lot of really cool looking effects and stuff. Looks really really well done. So yeah, I'll be I'll be reporting on that this next week exactly exactly so um mozart in the jungle season two and that's another one of their originals and i see it on the on the blurb page when you log in and i have not amazon in a long time i have i have shown zero interest in that so if anybody has any news on greg's all over it gorgeous greg's got it and and that's the thing like a boxer gorgeous greg gorgeous greg I'm gonna win the belt. <laughs> Don't end up like Ronda Rousey, Ronda, Ronda Drowsy. <laughs> I'll still be your fan if you get kicked in the head. Oh, yeah. did you see that she was going through the airport uh, and she was had her hoodie on over her head? She was looking down. She had her face covered with like a pillow. Mm-hmm. She got jacked up. It like she all those punches that split her lip, and she had to get stitches. But so I um. It was actually last night and a little bit this morning. Um, so on the way back from Australia, Joe Rogan was flying on Qantas with uh, Dana White and another guy, a comedian. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. And they were talking about that. So they they flew in. She went to the hospital, but they flew in the best plastic surgeon in Australia to uh, stitch her up and everything because she's going to go to that movie shoot. Yeah. We can't. That That's a bad 
for us. It's bad for her. It's bad for the whole thing. If like she shows up and her lips all fucked up and doesn't look right, you know, so they, they, so they did all the internal stitches and, yeah. and everything so they can get it back to as close to normal. They were yeah. really expecting that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, see, and she, she never has gotten hit yeah. like that. Yeah. She has never gotten hit like that. And so many times and she was a mess. I bet you yeah. had and she was, say. she looked cool. after the fight, um, home, uh, you know, gave her a big hug and, and Rousey, you could tell that she was feeling really down because <laughs> she wouldn't look up and she was looking at her like this up through the, her eyebrows. It's like, man, she looks like a five-year-old that just got fussed at. <laughs> I felt bad for her. I know, I know I gave her some shit last week, but that's mostly because the way it's her pers- come up. It's, yeah. You know, and her, her perceived persona, she was acting like an asshole. Don't so. don't, don't play the heel <laughs> if you don't want the downside of it too. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a contrast between you know it's the villain and the and the the golden child. Home home has very good reputation in mm-hmm. the, and she's been they, doing this. They for don't a call her preacher's daughter for nothing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so but I always thought the preacher's daughters are the really wild, freaky ones. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the the. The connotation maybe it's we don't know. Oh no. Well, maybe it's just like no, she's just a preacher star. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, transparent season two, tumble leaf season two. I've never heard of tumble leaf. Mm. Is this all Amazon? This still? is all Prime. Uh, still talking Prime. And then new movies. Something's got to give. Bedazzled Hoffa, Return of No oh, well, River I, of I No watch Return. Hoffa. I do mm-hmm. too. I yeah. do too. Uh, meet me in Montenegro. Dude, speaking of movies, I want to watch. Have you seen the movie for the new Craze Brother movie that Tom Hardy plays both roles? God, no. you got to watch that fucking trailer, man. No, I haven't heard anything about that. Fucking awesome. We'll oh, watch this, it in the break. This could be a, about the that Rousey home fight. Cutie and the boxer is coming <laughs> too. <laughs> it's like she got beat on. Uh, Black Beauty, nineteen ninety four version. Don't get your hopes up. Uh, uh, Free Willy, Curly Sue. Some stuff. So yeah, it's like yeah. Some stuff is like okay. Some retreads. Yeah, don't don't even really need to report on that. The other thing, since we we got to share share the love a little bit, Hulu. What's coming to Hulu in December? You might ask. Well, well, I would say that um, I, I have been watching Hulu a lot more than I have in the past, but I still have a main complaint. So I watched. We'll talk about Gotham, but I watched. I got caught up on season one. Yeah, I switched over to Hulu to in it's. it's it starts at fucking episode five. There's only episode like five through nine. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. So now I have to find a way to scam the first five episodes or first four episodes so I can get fucking caught up. That's so stupid. I don't understand this business plan model thing at all that they do. Well, I, does it have anything to do with what I was talking about with Fios? And even well, with even the blacklist, on, it's like they they have that well, video the on same, demand, and right. it's like they're charging a dollar ninety nine and pop. Well, they, the, it's the same thing on if you go like on to the cable and try they, to do they, it on demand. They, they, only the 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 five through nine is on there. The first four are already taken off. That's got to huh. be something with their contracts that they're not able to get. Well, I think the, their whole thing is like they're if if you're not keeping up, they're going to make you buy it. But I think that's a discourager. I don't think that's an encourager. No. Well, I mean, you're yes. pretty good about like, oh, I'll get this on iTunes. I'll get this yeah. on iTunes. Yeah, because what if you start following? You're like, oh, I really want to start watching stuff now on Hulu. And you go over there, and it's like, oh, yeah. I can watch the middle of a season. If it was the first four episodes for free, and that's all you had, and then it was like, man, I really like that. I'm going to go buy it. I understand that as a yeah, you enticer. Get them yeah. Not that well, I can't ca- I can't catch up at all. I don't I don't get the thought process. Well, and that's that's what happened with me. It's with stupid. Uh, luckily, y'all told me last week that you know on the NBC app, mm-hmm. I can get caught up on season three on the blacklist for free. But on my video on demand, I mean, how many people think of that? I was looking at it; they're charging dollar ninety nine a mm-hmm. pop. 
for the first eight episodes of season three. I was like, that was why it was nice with uh, networks like you know TNT, TBS. Actually, sorry, not TBS. I don't think we watch anything that's on TBS. <laughs> uh, but things like yeah. TNT, you're able to you're actually able to go in and go yeah. to their on demand. I'm not sure if you had a chance to to take a look at that because I know um, Uverse has the the ability to mm-hmm. go in there. And well, that's what I was going to try to do with Gotham, and you can't mm-hmm. do it. It's only the first the five through nine. The first four are not there. That's stupid, motherfuckers. So uh, the stuff coming to uh, Hulu, here's some Hunter, Hunter times Hunter season one, a 13 episodes. Sounds like anime. I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a a very wonky Christmas 2003. I've been waiting for that. Yeah. Amigo undead anarchy parlor. These are some showtime stuff. So they're, they're part with Disney time Warner showtime i know and something weird from showtime popped up on there too like i don't remember what it was but oh if something you've been waiting for black mama white mama 1973 <laughs> booyah god i haven't seen that since i was three years old <laughs> there you go I went to the theater and saw that <laughs> yeah um cockneys versus zombie so that's from showtime yeah and they there there's a lot of dennis rodman's big bang in pyongyang <laughs> 2015 <Wow. laughs> big bang uh pyongyang. dr no 1962 uh, Friday the 13th, part two and part three, part four, part five, part seven, six and seven. All the Friday the 13th are coming for December because that's... Oh, man, I'm not, not going to watch them all. Well-timed, yeah. Well, yeah. well, apparently, I see this every year. Um, December seems to be horror movie month. Well, I bet that shit gets super cheap after Halloween's done, too. Like, mm-hmm. it probably costs them nothing to put those on and yeah because they all roll off i saw it all tumble off of netflix yeah and, and they're like man we gotta keep that money gotta <laughs> cook the fill out the books for the rest of the year a little right? bit of change is better than none that's what i want to see leading up to christmas maybe saw just see people's body parts get chopped mm, off yeah. excellent that's what i'm looking for yeah there's a there's a they have a, a there's a ton of stuff coming in december uh vampire in brooklyn young sherlock holmes 1985 vampire in brooklyn is that eddie murphy movie isn't it? that sounds yucky yeah <laughs> Uh, yep. Man Seeking Woman Complete Season 1 FX channel show uh, The Millionaire Matchmaker Complete Season 8 from Bravo Don't know why Got so excited <laughs> uh, Was that the one that's like The big thrill of it was the actual ending And now that everyone knows what the ending It's like Which one? The Millionaire bat- or the, What was it? The, uh, the Millionaire Matchmaker Oh maybe I'm thinking of the Millionaire oh, Bachelor or whatever sound, Well it sounds like Season 2 would be really difficult Alright we're 23 minutes for news yeah, no, it's good news. Okay, so that's <laughs> so that's pretty. You need much. to do your sing in. You need to do like a. I need to record it. Yeah. I need to record it and just play it at the at yeah. the head. I'll do that next time. We okay, do that. so that sounds like a plan. All right, so you're going to do your binge watch. You yeah. research binge watching. It's I think it's the revelation I came to as I've started to do my research mm-hmm. uh, on binge watching. So first funny story about it. I was telling uh, these guys earlier that. I, uh, this morning I had to do a little bit of, uh, catching up on some of the shows that we were going to talk about and I get into the family room and my wife is watching an episode of, uh, the voice way I look at it. You saved her some pain watching the voice. I, I agree. Unfortunately she records it so she can watch it when oh, I want that. That was at the top of the what's coming, uh, to Hulu. I think the voice is on Hulu oh, yeah. as well. They had a banner for that. <laughs> Excellent. So I'll tell her to, Hey, don't record here. Just go to Hulu. Just go to Hulu. <laughs> but as I'm, uh, going into the family room and I'm, I don't know how to break it to her. I'm like, so 
I need to do some research. I need you to get the fuck out of and here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this as gently as possible, honey. I know we've known each other for a long time, but get the fuck out. <laughs> and the research is on the TV on Netflix. So I'm going to grab a beer and I need to have the TV here. So that was uh, the first part of my you know, my binge watching uh, isn't it? Isn't it crazy how when their eyebrows get into that real tight line, that straight line that you could almost set a, like a drink on top of and, it. And, and like, you can like almost read through it. What the fuck? Yeah. So that <laughs> well, was you convinced the, her. I did. You sold it. I did. Um, so that was the first thing. And then I realized that the number of times that I start binge watching is usually in the evening after she goes to bed, the dog quits fucking with me and I can actually like sit down and rest. And uh, he, and as I'm, you know, starting to binge watch, I'm like, oh, I'll go have a beer. And then it obviously on Netflix, he'll just constantly say, do you want, or not constantly say it, but for three episodes in a row, it'll be like, just jump to the next episode. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, great. Piss break. Grab another beer. And when I start doing this on the weekends, I'm like, well, I don't have to go to bed at any point in time. So I'm up to like two in the morning and then I get to the next morning. I'm like, sissy. I don't remember half of the last episode. <laughs> that's, so, that's probably the beer. It is. <laughs> like, so I, did you wake up in a, in a mountain of beer cans? What like, happened? I'm Where like, are my pants? Did I start watching a new series? And it happened when I, I actually, uh, over the weekend, I started uh, watching uh, Master of None. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember much of that first episode. <laughs> it, was, it was after I finished uh, I finished my uh, Hell on Wheels series and jumped over to Master of None. And I'm like... I don't know what this was about. I, I laughed a lot. It was mm-hmm. pretty funny, but couldn't tell you what the episode was about. Sounds like you drink a lot, Greg. <laughs> I, you know, it, it just kind of happens. It, <laughs> yeah. It's good. It's good. <laughs> so that was my that was my binge watch revelation. I'm not sure if you guys were into that. Oh, oh, every once in a while, like it depends. Like what I found, and I'll talk about it a little in more detail in 12 Monkeys. Like there's some shows I can fold laundry and watch. I can do other things. I can kind of come in and out of the room as I'm doing some stuff. And it's okay, right? I'm yeah. not missing like critical pieces mm-hmm. or whatever. And then there's some shows that you have to pay super attention to. So if you zone out for 10 minutes, then I'm like, fuck, I got to rewind. I don't even know mm-hmm. what, what's going on. I got to rewind and I noticed that what's on going on. Jessica Jones mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I was trying to, to multitask. And I was like, damn it, rewind. Because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of showing and not telling, right. which mm-hmm. is great. I think it's great. But I was like. Okay, let's bump it back about about <laughs> yeah. fifteen minutes. I missed missed yeah. that chunk. I, ran yeah, that I go Jessica. out and get it, fix a drink for a minute mm. or two out of the room. I come back. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Damn it! <laughs> You're gonna have to just uh, boot it, boot it up on your mobile Netflix <laughs> yeah, and carry just, it around. Carry, too and, yeah. See, if you had an Oculus Rift, I would be bumping into the walls in there trying to go get a drink. <laughs> your drink would be all over the floor. <laughs> but you would. <laughs> you got some virtual hands trying to mix a drink. It's like that virtual surgeon <laughs> game where you're flipping the heart all over the place. Well, I do. Um, so, like, I binge watch a lot, right? That's what I my cool down at night. If I'm have some spare moments when I'm getting ready in the morning to go to work, I, you know, I have something going on, and, and I have kind of shows that I that fits that time. Like if I'm getting ready in the morning, I'm watching the show that I don't have to pay a hundred percent attention mm-hmm. to. Um, but now for the podcast and stuff, sometimes I'm like, man, fuck, I got. There's three things I got to watch before Sunday. Um, blah, turned, blah 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 blah. So turned into a, job. It's a little bit of a pre- <laughs> little bit of a pressure under the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well that that's what happened with uh, with me. I was I was talking up how much I liked uh, Man in the High Castle last week, and it's like. Well, you lost out. Gotta make a decision. <laughs> you lost. Make a decision. You lost out. Jessica Jones, a winner. Yeah. That's why it's kind of nice for me since I've only been on, you know, 
four or five different podcasts like well i have a bunch of series that i did watch that we probably haven't talked about so i can go back into my archive of shows go. i've been watching he's, he's got a backlog go into yeah. the wayback machine yeah exactly so yeah. is that your binge watch revelation that was my revelation so that's what i want to chat about get a kick yeah you just tell her she's no longer welcome in the family room get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> yeah did um, um did you watch much? I forgot to mention this during the news. Did you watch much of the bastard executioner? I know you said you didn't like it. I watched half the first episode and I was really not into it. Fairly disappointed from well, like every angle. Apparently, nobody else was. We're really not that into you. <laughs> uh, it got canceled. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After one season, it got canceled. Really? Uh, and, um, well, I told like, it was I an got, FX drama series. Yeah. And it had a huge push going in this is like sons of anarchy one of their probably their most successful series the showrunner kurt sutter Sutter is coming over he's writing it he's running it and dude i got i probably got three-fourths away into that thing and i was like i can't watch this i have the whole series dvr'd at some point i'll probably try to power through it like in december when there's not a lot on and stuff choking back that ipa but (laughs) fuck man it was it was not good. Well, and that's uh, the um, this is off of Variety.com, this article about it getting canceled. Uh, series creator and showrunner Kurt Sutter has gone to unusual lengths to salute the hard work that went into producing the show while boldly acknowledging that the ratings weren't strong enough to justify a renew- renewal. I don't I see bet. why it's boldly. It's like yeah. numbers speak for themselves. <laughs> and he even said that. He even said that. Uh, um, he said Sutter, it says Sutter and FX Network CEO John Landgraf had a candid conversation recently that sealed the decision about it. And um, Sutter said the numbers just didn't sustain the cost of the show, quite frankly. Apparently, it was a very expensive production. Well, it was because I think they're actually shooting it over there. Yep. And they paid, they got a high paid cast. Yep. Um, and the man, I. I most of the stuff, like I said, when we originally talked about that, I felt it was miscast. The cinematography, the directing was atrocious. Really? Um, there's not even anything I could hang my hat on to say, well, they got most wrong, but this is great. I mean, I yeah. didn't like any aspect of that first episode. And that, that, like, for as much as I love Kurt Sutter, it was like to turn that off and walk away from it was a big deal for me. Yeah. And I was just like, this is bad. Because I remember when, before it came out, you was, yeah, because we, we was, we was, we but was I writing the crest. But a caveat, like, this is way yeah. out of his genre. Well, and we had talked about, we was writing the, the emotional highs of loving the Viking series. Right. And then I think that's, Brian had originally said something like that. It's like, and this bastard executioner's got a high watermark, <laughs> high watermark to get to, and yeah. apparently it didn't. Um, it didn't do it. I only <laughs> he, saw like half of an episode, but it, it didn't seem to me like it had the. I don't know for how highly touted it was, and how much I saw the the articles and whatnot, and uh, all the advertising. It just didn't didn't really do it for me. So, yeah, uh, the, even the ads weren't that enticing. Like mm-hmm. just the, the cast and. And the storyline, I didn't understand what the whole title was about. I didn't understand like what the story was going to be about. I don't, I don't, man. I just think it, it really, really missed. And I, you know, tough to say because I love Sutter. Well, he had, he had, he had this Variety article said he was putting his money where his mouth is. He had took out like full page ads and a lot of the trade periodicals, thanking the crew and stuff like that. Um, he's super loyal guys. So yeah. Sure. And you know, and, and I'm sure that's a certain amount of damage control, you mm-hmm. know, for him. It's like, cause we've talked about that before as well Is that I'm, I'm not saying this applies to him, but in general, 
when the when the doors start shutting in Hollywood, they shut quickly, quietly, and you never know what hits you. You know, it's like suddenly you know you're hot or you're not. Mm-hmm. So well, I think if he goes back to his area, which is the gangster cop thing, yeah, um, he's he'll I think they'll sign him up for another go at it. But I think if the next one is bad, like they're they're talking about doing a Sons of Anarchy spinoff for the Hispanic gang. Yeah. If that's bad and he does it and he's the showrunner and everything. That could be a problem. That could be a problem. Yeah. You get you get a one or two strikes and then then it's uh, mm-hmm. trouble. It uh the show had dropped uh in adults 18 to 49 the show dropped from 1.9 million viewers in this premiere to 856,000 by episode Ooh. 6. Mm-hmm. So it was like the people you I could can't hear the feet that, heading to the door. I, I, I can't believe that 800,000 people hung in that long. Yeah. But he did say he loved he loved the fucking show. Sutter did. I'm sure he did. I mean, that's that's his life. That's his baby. But yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't understand what it was about. Like I'm, yeah, yeah. It said um, said uh, as for what's next, Sutter is hoping for a discovery along the lines of bastard executioner, not along the same lines. I'm hoping because <laughs> that line closed down they don't they don't run that train out there no more uh which came through a pitch over lunch with imagines brian grazer so sutter is still um is shepherding a potential sun spinoff at fx around the mayan motorcycle yeah. club so um i think that could be interesting but is it just going to be same old same same it was going to be sons two electric boogaloo <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that what it's going to be and, and i think that's the dangerous like I would rather see him do some original material because Sons of Anarchy has such a high level of expectations mm-hmm. and there'll be some common characters and I don't know who they could bring back. Yeah. A lot of those motherfuckers died um, in those last two seasons a and, bit of and a then s- the Mayans, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be interesting to well, see maybe if they they'll pull that do off. Like, a, like Star Wars and they'll come back as like yeah. shimmering blue ghosts. In the <laughs> hey, or maybe do they jump back in time to like you know oh like a prequel or something yeah exactly when juice juice was when juice was in elementary school (laughs) he was just getting his head tattoos yeah you can't go too far back because you know some of those characters have probably aged a decent amount so you can't uh yeah you know try and reintroduce those characters later on which i'm sure if you do a prequel that's what people are waiting for is to see oh you know when are they going to bring sons back into the into the storyline what was uh jack's is his friend ope opie yeah opie he was. I remember what a reaction it was when he he got killed. He was probably the people's favorite character. He was one there. of the people. He, it surprised me. I was like, "Wow, bold move, Sutter." <laughs> and I think I mentioned this to you guys the last time. I made it through about three seasons of Sons, and there's just this lull that I think you got to power through, and I didn't do it. There were just too many other ones that you guys had recommended, and I just I couldn't power through that little lull to get to the the later on seasons. Well, season the, did you go to the season that they go to? Um, Ireland. The Ireland, yeah, is a little bull. That's the one that I stopped on. Yeah. So the it gets they come back and it's the the, the season after that was I think the season four mm-hmm. is really really good. Yeah, and that's where I, I just like I couldn't kind of power and no. push through it. Yeah, you need to revisit. Yeah, so I'll try and make it through that because I'm sure I'd be able to talk a little bit more intelligently about this topic. Yeah, I did love um, Sutter's wife, Katie Seagal. 
I loved her turn in Sons of Anarchy. And she was in the bat- she was Bastard Executioner. Great. I never even got to the part where she's in it. I never even saw her. Oh, she didn't. You didn't no. even stick to that. Well, you only watched like half, <laughs> half of an, an episode. episode. <laughs> it's like, man, you're not giving, unless you rolled in the opening intro. Were you like starting to like, make dinner and you turn it on and then you're like not even to the point that you're. No, I was watching that one in the theater. I had high hopes and I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like you used not do it. Used one of your monthly theater credits. <laughs> Damn, I wasted it on that. Yes, what's going on? Yeah. All right, let's switch over. I want to talk about Gotham. Okay. So you know, my initial bow out was because of um, I thought it was going to be a straight, more straightforward detective show. Yeah. Um, and um, it turned out not to be. Not to be. Yeah. And then that was a little bit of a turnoff for me. And then um, I was having a little bit of an issue during those setup episodes with... This is my problem with with DC in general. Yeah. It's a little kitty. You know what I mean? The penguin and... Well, you look at at especially with... uh, we talked about The Flash and Supergirl. Arrow. He tried to watch The Flash. So I bowed out, but you, you said, hey, blah, blah, blah. And I loved, once it really hit its stride, maybe like episode four or five. Yeah. The, I got into it. It's super dark. I like that. Um, the, the the character development started to roll out a little bit. Started yeah. to see who was going to be who. Um, the penguin guy came into his own. Oswald um, Cobblepot. Yeah. And so I really got into it. So I was ready to jam, start jamming on season two, but now I got to figure out what I'm going to do about that. Yeah. Um. So I I really really liked it. It was really a turn for me, but it was that was the thing that I had to really overcome. Like, oh, it's DC. Like, right. that's Aquaman, and you know, he talks to the fish. Going to be real PG. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, which is what you're used to. Man, that's this. But I really, Gotham's pretty dark. And yeah. I think Gotham's like also dark. the main guy. Was bugging me a little bit in the oh, early commi- episodes. Commissioner Gordon. Uh, he's not commissioner at that right. point. Jim Gordon. Yeah, but then I, I, I really like his performance too. Yeah. Um, and his sidekick, which, why did they name him Harvey and also have Harvey Dent in there? A little um, sort not of not understanding that. but Because I, th- I initially, that's how I thought that was going to be Two-Face. His, right, I, did, I thought yeah, the same thing. And, too, and, and then I was, I was like, like well, "Oh, this that's guy's not fucking Harvey too." Yeah, that it sort of threw me off a little bit. But. Do they have to be true to the storyline? Like, I don't know the the comics well enough. To I know don't. Them. I would imagine they are given guidelines. They're like, they're sticking to canon to a certain extent. Okay. But a lot of this is origin stuff because Bruce Wayne is like 14 years old. Right. Uh, we see the origin of um, the Riddler. Mm. He's called Enigma. Enigma. Um, Edward Nigma, and then uh, of course uh, the origin of the Penguin, mm-hmm. uh, Robin Lord, Lord Taylor. Probably him. I he like, does a really good. I mean, he is super interesting as a character. He's good, and I like the character how he's all broken and busted up and how. He, but who it's I devious. really love is Jada Pinkett, man. Is uh, Fish Mooney? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's been Fish Mooney again. Yeah, but that's that's kind that's, of a dumb name. That's D- DC. I know, that's, but that's, that's, I that's, love her character. The golden I, age of like, comics. I, when I'm watch, I don't see Jada Pinkett at all. You know no. what I mean? I'm totally buying the character. Um, she's totally into it, man, and it's fantastic. I, I she's probably my favorite part she's of the show. Ruthless, yeah. Have you, how, how, how far are you? in this episode? I mean, season one. Oh, okay. Yeah, where she makes her big escape and comes back to New York and all that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's uh, yeah, I really loved her 
her spin on it. And it's they don't they're not afraid of showing somebody getting cut up. <laughs> they really they cut up and shot and it's pretty stabbed dark. again. Yeah. The penguin he he is brutal. He's cunning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Brian said, he has a, a lot of physical disabilities mm-hmm. to where you know he a little sniveling conniving awesome character he's brutal he can be brutal he'll be uh, you know sucking up one minute he sort of like reminds me of Gollum a little bit Mm -hmm. a little bit Mm -hmm. he's like oh he's being some eagle oh no he's being Gollum right now so (laughs) so I'm interested to see I sort of know where some of the characters are going for season two but I'm interested a little like long term the Edward Nigma guy it's a little annoying. He gets uh, he gets better. Okay. Good. And this, uh, last and week, cat. Uh, like, what are they going to do to make her interesting and not just like this sideshow thing? Well, because she's uh, because uh, Galavan, his uh, the guy who uh, who's plotting to try to take over Wayne Enterprises mm-hmm. from Bruce. Um, there was some talk on the boards, uh, the discussion boards that is he the one who kills Bruce's parents? Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he he ended up getting elected mayor of Gotham, and this last week's episode he got he got taken down. They put him in put him in jail for uh, uh, for uh, conspiracy and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Murder. Uh, and he's got his family. Galavan's family has a long storied uh, hate relationship all the way back to a long time ago with the the Wayne Bruce Wayne's family. Mm. Uh, some settling some scores. Uh, they'd even changed the name of their family. Um, and this last week's episode, uh, uh, episode nine, a bitter pill to swallow. Um, uh, Galavan's uh, sister went to uh, this, uh, this den of assassins to try to get somebody, hire somebody to uh, snuff out. Is it the Jim, shadow council? Jim Gordon, something, something <laughs> like that. And then, uh, well, that's who trains Batman. Yeah. No, I don't, it's not them. No. It's just some, some assassins guild. Um, and oh, just a random Assassin's Guild. Yeah, just there's so many of them. I know it's like a Seven Eleven, man. There's like Assassin's <laughs> Guild on every corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it was, and there's a, a religious sect of the uh, Galavan family shows up in Gotham, uh, Gotham to uh, to uh, serve out some justice, meet out some justice mm. for Galavan being uh, put in jail. So League yeah, the, justice. And it looks like like it's like shades of Assassin's Creed, and and this uh this religious sect. It was supposedly I went went and looked up some of the history. Is like goes back way back to Knights Templar and stuff like that. So it was like a splinter sect off of that, and then they like I guess vowing vengeance for the wrongs done to their family, things like that. As everyone should. I kind of want to allude back to the fact that you're talking about with DC Comics and some of those shows like The Flash, Arrow. Uh, I don't know, is Arrow DC? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it seems like it. With um, all the stuff on the CW is all DC. And what I found, you, you mentioned Kitty in the PG. You know, however you want to to word it, it's just like you have these gimmicky characters. You have these. I can't really buy into. You know, the pain of someone, you know, it's like, oh, my parents died or, oh, you know, I I have all these people that I I can't tell anyone about my superpowers. And you just don't feel like there's no passion. Mm -hmm. That's something I I picked up on. And, you know, when it comes to like Gotham, I'm glad that it sounds like there is that they take the edgier side of it and they they try to dig down a little bit deeper and make it. Yeah, it's a million miles away from Flash and Supergirl. Because it's on Fox. Supergirl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I Supergirl should. I think Supergirl is appropriately aimed. 
I think yeah. it is aimed at young girls. Yeah, and yeah. I think and very it's positive decent, sort of yeah. positive role model de- dealing with. Uh, I, I'm really little fish in a big where, pond that type of where thing. that thing is. Um, and it is aimed. I've watched a couple episodes with the kiddos. So it's cute. Yeah, yeah. my uh, my kids like it. And it reminded me of like the difference between you know you, you think about um, like the Fantastic Four, the movie that they made there, and you compare that to like Batman. It's just like night and day difference mm-hmm. of you know the route that you take with it. Super or um, Fantastic Four is just so gimmicky. It's just like you just have these cheesy lines. It, yeah, it's because it's Sony. I mean, yeah. they they own that product, and um, we've talked about this before. So. Um, Marvel before they had Marvel Studios and mm. stuff sold off X Men and Brian Singer kind of owns the rights to that. Sony owns the rights to I think it's Sony um, Fantastic Four. So they put out cheese, even though like and Marvel Sony, is doing, Sony has a certain amount of control of Spider Man mm, in the movie form, right? Yeah. Um. So they they've lost control of all that, so they can't even bring it back. That's why the it's MCU, like it's like it's like mineral rights here in yeah, Texas. Doesn't, <laughs> so it's like, doesn't go there. Doesn't mention any of these players because they don't have any control of what mm. those movies are going to look like and feel like and all that stuff. So MCU's kind of carved out where they want to go, and they've moved on and like you know, half of their canon is owned by other people mm-hmm. and there's no way they I don't think Disney can buy them back. Yeah. It's like yeah. all these, especially sh- the X-Men property, which is good. It'd be interesting to see the new one, but days of future past was phenomenal. Yeah. It's just like the, the Stepford wives almost are the ones that actually created those. And that's like people who actually had dark shit in their past are the ones that created like Batman or Jessica Jones or what have you. Right. Like they can actually think beyond the, Oh, I got a splinter. That was the worst thing that happened to me in my life. Like, yeah. so, Je- but Jessica Jones, and this is where Marvel took a turn a while back, quite some time ago. Um, she used to be cheesy superhero too, um, yeah. and then they launched a new uh, line of books, and that's when they launched Alias with her, and they totally changed her up. Yeah, yeah, because she's been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. The uh, so uh, with uh, wrapping up the uh, Gotham talk. Um, uh, November 23rd, a new episode, episode 10, The Son of Gotham will be out. And then there's another episode 11 is the week after November 30th. Uh, and I think it goes on mid-season hiatus mm-hmm. until like February, Almost January, is, January yeah. February. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about, we can talk about mid-season hiatus real quick and then we'll do 12 Monkeys in a second. So Blacklist and Blindspot both had their mid-season finales. Oh, okay. Um, and they're on hiatus. Almost all, they all go until January, skip over all the holidays, and then they come back in full force in like the second week of January, something like that. Yeah, so people can catch up on all their horror movies during December. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. We'll rewatch all the Friday the 13th. I get, you know, everybody's busy with holidays, so they're not watching, which that sounds old school to me because now everybody would just DVR it and watch mm-hmm. it when they can, as opposed to, oh, I can't watch it tonight because we've got a family thing or whatever. Yeah. So most be, people are avoiding their families. Be interesting. So you said, yeah, I know. Well, that's one of the day after Thanksgiving days, like one of the biggest days at the theater because everybody wants to get the fuck away from their in-laws. Right? Like, <laughs> I've had enough communion with my kinfolk. Yeah, let's go see a movie. Let's go see murder and stuff. Let's get all these murderous thoughts of my family out at the theater. Anything, anything. Yeah, anything. I want to show you what I feel about you. Let's go watch Friday the Thirteenth. So, Have you seen Saw? <laughs> so let's play, let's um, play a game. You said you were a little bit more into Blind Spot. Yes, uh, yeah. last week's episode had really 
you know uh, what I had got, got me off the fence. I'm, I'm not fully standing in the yard, but I'm, off, I'm lowering myself gently off the fence. Right. Checking so it out. I thought they took a huge turn in that episode with getting her over the, am I an assassin badass killer or yeah. am I the sniveling? Oh my gosh, what happened? What, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. She just it didn't, I didn't, I don't remember any of that quibbling in the episode. There was, maybe that's why I enjoyed it more because yeah. there wasn't that they, they went full. They went, they're edging more towards the romance, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, which you said at the very get go that that is, that's their thing. Yeah. That's, that's NBC's on, the, thing. on the wheel of story. There's a marks that stops at got to be a romance. Mm-hmm. And if you get a romance dude, that can't, or it's very difficult unre- to come together. Unrequited love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, she's got his, his name tattooed on her back. So already there you go. She's yeah. Got the big tramp stamp. <laughs> I know it's just, it just shifted up between the shoulder blades, but I did. I'd enjoyed that episode because it was about, it was more actiony. It was about their dynamic. It did push through some story. Yeah. And there wasn't this, like I didn't find myself going. Now how how did she just beat three guys' asses and now she's all freaked out and like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? I'm that like, that wore me out a little bit. Oh yeah, I was getting really worn out. Are you up on this? Mm-mm. You're not a well. Mm-mm. I would I would say up until last week's episode didn't in my book didn't miss very much. I mean, so he's, I you've got a special thing for on. hot tattoo chicks. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's so like playing, it, playing more, into your wheelhouse there. Yeah, I got a little bit more uh, slack in my rope for that. Am I able to catch up on it? With... And NBC, Hulu oh, has yeah. all the episodes it's NBC, on it. NBC, so you can NBC watch it. NBC app, yeah. So, okay. Anyway. Yeah, you're not missing and then, uh, you're not, It'll be interesting not. to see how it comes back in January. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's okay. The, it's shot really well. Cinematography is really well. They spend a lot of money. Production value is really high. Um, they just got to get... They got to hit the right notes, I think, with the characters in the storyline. And mm. I think that they move it a little bit more to the black spot, black spot, blacklist. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, they, they, they'll find um, a little bit more stride. Yeah. Because I'm not, uh, that my problems with it is that, and I've, we've talked about this before, is that it seems like a really complicated thing to kidnap this lady when she's a kid. And then tattoo her oh, up an and then dump plot. her in the middle of Times Square in a bag. Say, call the FBI. And she crawls out buck naked, covered, completely covered in tattoos. And that they have to CSI Paul, figure Paul, out. that happens all the time. It, it, it's Times Square. Come on. Daily occurrence. Also known as Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seems like, man, they're really going Stretching. to. It's, well, it's like, I think the. Analogy: Can't you send a Western Union telegram telling me about these crimes that are going to happen? it's like it's like what is? Yeah, it's like get some get your Morse code Boy Scout badge out for that. It's it seems like they're going to a lot of they're they're going to a lot of trouble to make these people figure out these crimes. That what if they just didn't feel like figuring out anything that week, or they figured out the wrong thing? Bitch and threw away in jail. Like you're naked, you're in Times Square. Here, go to jail. And they're Rikers for the next. And they're figuring out stuff just in time to prevent it from happening. So, you know, it's a little, it's a little stretching the plausibility for me, but it's, it's last week's episode was better for me. Yeah. It's, it's good. So blacklist went on Ooh. hiatus too. It was a weird episode. I thought, Oh really? To go on hiatus on? Well, no, not for that because there's this huge story arc. You watched it, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, which was totally I'm, derailed by a random event that has nothing to do with anything else. Well, I haven't I watched season three yet. Okay. Because I don't have that yet. So that's that was a really weird episode for me. And I was like, what the fuck? There's this... They spent so much time building up to something that they just totally busted In a random it. event, 
that has nothing to do with anything else occurs. At least that's how they portrayed it. Totally fucks up everything. Like Red's plans, like totally fucked. Well, it was a weird, and it a was cool. a good episode. I I enjoyed it, but right? that bumped you. But it was a weird thing, like halfway in the story arc, for the pool balls all to get knocked in the floor. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. They just totally ruined. They set everything up, and then they seemingly broke it. Yeah. So I don't <laughs> know how like, they get it. I don't know how they get all the juju back in the bag. It seems like one yeah. of those times when all of a sudden you can see there was like a contract conflict where they couldn't keep characters on or what have you. James Spader said, I'm I'm bouncing, guys. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all no, I don't think it's anymore. anything like that. I and mean, maybe it, it plays out, but it, it was just, a, they're on the run, right? And that the whole season three isn't, so that's not a, really a spoiler. The whole are they season a, three, they're on the are run. Are they a band on the run? Band, I think so. Could be. I can um, see them being the lead. And they're, something. they're, successful they're finding out some clues figuring some stuff out putting the pieces in play that they need to solve the mystery to get themselves back out of trouble and then a random event happens and then I'm like hmm isn't that like life though I know <laughs> non-scripted never, is she still is she still asking James Spader every episode are you my dad are no. you my daddy are you my dad maybe what do you mean <laughs> do you mean like your father or your daddy are you talking about my semen Ooh, is that what you're talking about my semen <laughs> will you stop talking about my semen um so it was a weird deal I, I thoroughly enjoyed the episode it was She's becoming increasingly more badass. Right. But it, it really sent the cast, that episode sends all the cast members off in different directions. Wow. So it's going to be interesting to see how they bring it all back together. Even Dinbe? Yep. I like that guy. Yeah. Like and he's that. cool. He's a cool character. He's got some really cool scenes in season three. Oh, he does? Yeah. Cool. I like his character. Yeah, he's so quiet at first. It's like, okay, he's just a henchman. And then he starts. they start developing him. And I was like, mm. I like this guy. Um, and there's some you. good podcasts out there. There's two good podcasts out there for um, that Red Red's List uh, GSM at Red's List GSM. I think. And, what is um, the GSM? Didn't we? Ask, I asked you about well, that. Well, I, find, I figured it out because I bumped into something else. Guns, sugar, Jizz, and metal, semen, and masturbation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, it's, it's a company, a like a media company that hosts a lot of podcasts or something. Oh, like okay, that. okay. Um, so, um, but they break down every episode. And they do pretty good. They're really knowledgeable about it. They hadn't loaded up their podcast episode for that one yet. Oh, okay. And so I didn't have a chance to listen to it and hear what their thoughts were. But um, uh, su- super interesting podcast. I don't think I could do, like now that I've listened to some show-specific podcasts, like they do an hour just on one show like every week. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that or not. That's a, well, and that's a, there's a, um, uh, Legends of Gotham, mm-hmm. and that's what they do. It's a, it's yeah, an hour like pegged, and they Gotham. There is like ten podcasts on. Yeah, and they know their stuff. I really like yeah. the, the the hosts on that Legends of Gotham. They know their stuff, and they're easy to listen to, funny. So that's they they bring the funny. Hear them rattling papers back there. They're writing notes down. Bring the funny. Bring the funny. Um, Heroes also mid season finale. I missed out on that. I the, Brian had told me really when it good. first came, and I was like, I'm still burn from the last uh, <laughs> train wreck of, uh, of heroes because of the writer strike mostly. Mm. Uh, and it turned out Brian saying it's really good. And I was like, ah, I can't get it now. Of course, you know, the go, other, go buy a Starbucks, but I won't pay a dollar. The other podcast for is um, the blacklist exposed. Um, they do a good job of breaking it down too. Oh, right. So there's a couple of hour long ones on there. Um, so heroes, um, 
Oh, you know what? We've been batting back and forth on Twitter Twitter this week. That Boy. we'll have to we'll maybe talk about it next podcast. Uh, the Expanse. I'm super looking forward to it. We will for sure because Sci-fi. Monday night they're they're gonna live stream off of IGN. Oh, okay. And that's the where they're. I think that's the only place you can see it until December until it starts. Oh, that's awesome! Um, December fifteenth tomorrow I think. tomorrow night at nine p.m. Um, in the yeah, December ish time at December. Did you watch the trailer? Yes. It looks awesome, dude. It does. It looks look like good. they spent some. It's, it's like, not like the dark matter, which I enjoyed. Yeah. But it's very cheaply done. Right. It looks like the expanse has got some money behind it. Yeah. Looks like the first episode's tomorrow. Yeah. That's, well, they're uh, going to live stream it as a preview type deal, mm. and then it, then it goes away till it actually the season starts in December. I think it's okay. December fifteenth. I may be getting. See, he's already on the on the internet. So get it that there internet. Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Yeah. But they they uh. The Expanse is uh, their Twitter feed. They're sending out model sheets and uh, images of the of the ships and stuff like that. And that's the kind of stuff I love. Behind the scenes. You're stuff. correct. December 15th. December 15th. Two. See? I'm really interested in The Expanse because I actually remember the date. <laughs> if it's something I'm not interested in, when is it going to show up? 2016? If it, I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. Whenever. Some, sometime before 2020? This decade, that's when. Um, sometime before Hillary is president. So you should be able to via the NBC (laughs) app, catch up on heroes if you want. Yeah. And, uh, uh, season three of, uh, blacklist. Yeah. 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 Cause they're both. Yeah. Oh no. Fox is, is the blacklist, right? No. NBC. Is it NBC? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Um, and it's probably NBC's most hardcore show. Because I'm nearly done with season two. I think I've got like two more episodes and yeah. I'm done with season yeah. two of The Blacklist. It's good. And I'm glad you got me hooked on Gotham. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Um, I really enjoy it. I, was, I, was, I I came into Gotham with no, I didn't really, I didn't even, I don't think watch the trailer. I just saw mm-hmm. it was coming. I, was, I saw I it on Netflix right and now. I was like, oh, I'll jump on this. And then I blazed through it and just in time to catch the start of season two. Now they're full hour episodes, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 45 minutes. 45, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's what, here's, I already know how Gotham should end. Last episode of the series, last shot. I'm Batman. Needs to be a behind the shot of Batman walking just not away not, a, from, not oh, a face away from the camera away from an explosion so you see like that. how all that no not that <laughs> just like maybe down a dark alley where you just see the outline of his costume and everything and you know that the summation of all of this is is Batman yeah that's how this show needs to end yeah because they they're you know they're already uh, because it, like I said that's origin it's origin stories a lot you know you, uh, Alfred the butler mm. is uh very much uh, more working class England, <laughs> and uh, I really like his character. Sean Pertwee is is plays Alfred, um, and he's you know he's ta- and he's a very much a father figure role for young Master Bruce, and is teaching him how to fight, and um, teaching him how to fight. Yeah, because Alfred in the in in Gotham he uh, has a military background, oh. so he know he knows how to handle himself. I think they handed he was that in special forces. Special forces and yeah, and um, with Bane. <laughs> yeah, are you the Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I love that voice. <laughs> love slash hate that voice. So yeah, they uh, the yeah the, the the origin and they're hinting at the origin that Jerome character as is he the Joker? 
I mean, they played it up like he was the Joker. So, you know, do you know that? Him. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. So the him. redheaded guy is yeah. the one of the, the brother I don't like on Shameless. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, so, that's when we was watching that episode. I was like, hey, it's well, you saw the preview for next week's episode of Gotham, right? I did. I have seen that. I haven't seen the preview. I try. Okay. I generally stay that, away from that previews. preview. Answers the question you just asked. Oh, it does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure. Does he go into the pit? Get get the for Bane? Oh no, for uh, uh, I'm talking about a ha 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 ha. Guy. Yeah, because that's how the origin of the Joker. He was dunked in those chemicals and then came out crazy. Well, I well I think he's crazy. I think I had a whole and he keep talking. At some point, gonna get his face all fucked up and stuff. Yeah, but that hasn't happened yet. I would actually think like I liked how in um the Batman movies. They didn't. It wasn't the acid thing. It was his dad that had cut his face, mm-hmm. so that's why he did that painted on smile and everything. Yeah, I liked it. It was a different take on it, and we'll see yeah. what Gotham does. Um, I think someone who like just becomes crazy is a, for me a more dangerous character. Like someone who understands humanity and goes the opposite direction. Yeah. yeah, like that's a that's a what the fuck are they going to do next type of person. Yeah. But someone who's already crazy, it's like oh, every moment you expect them to do something. Well, and that's how they they this guy and it, it's like when I first saw him, he was like playing a pre Joker perfectly. He's he's you know he's was inter he was a inmate at Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. and he was crazy as shit house rat, <laughs> and uh, you know and then he ended up getting killed or so we think uh this was off of uh on reddit uh slash r slash gotham mm-hmm. the subreddit uh, jerome actually is the joker theory by um by quiet uh, the poster was quiet but aggressive guy mm-hmm. <laughs> that's his username um let's see what they said I'm scared of that guy <laughs> yeah it was uh uh, no, it was a line that was from Commissioner Essen when she says to Jerome, "No one will even remember your name." To Jerome, as he was terrorizing uh, GCPD, the police department, Gotham Police Department, um, it was a taunt, but the word seemed more significant. And this uh, user posted, namely because a key part of the Joker's mythology is no one knowing his real name. Um, and they was thinking this could possibly relies on introducing this uh, Ra Al Ghul to this show. Uh, the theory is that Ra Al Ghul shows up to intending to clean, cleanse Ga- Gotham like Galavan. He wants to use pawns to do this and that he collects the Joker's body and, put, and puts it in the Lazarus pits. And that's what brings him back. Mm-hmm. But it brings him back at a cost of his sanity or he was pretty off. I don't the, know. So the they're either... Anyway. It's either that redheaded dude is going to be Joker or it's a really hard punch to make you think it's going to be the Joker. Yeah, because when he, the Jerome character, when Galavan killed this character, um, it was a double cross. Galavan double crossed him and stabbed him to make himself look like a hero so he could be elected Mm -hmm. mayor. Or look like the hero. Oh, the old double cross. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they hinted at, because they kept on showing uh, Jerome laying on the morgue table and the people laughing like out in the city and started acting crazy like it was an infection or something. So I wonder if they're going to revisit to that. I haven't seen next week's premiere uh, uh, preview, so I can't speak to that. Um, we can watch it if you want during the break. Yeah, and I'd, then, like to, um, I'd like to watch it. Normally yeah. I don't. And then we'll but, watch that Expanse. 
thing so Greg can take a look at what mm-hmm. we're yeah. But uh see if you wanna devote some time to watching it online off of I IG IGN. Kick Which your, used to kick be your old, wife out of the family room. Get get out. She's got to get out. You know, she's got to get out. Hey. I'm gonna see if I can't get her to drive some of the. We're going up up north, a ten hour drive back to Nebraska for Thanksgiving. So I'm gonna see if I can't get some streaming on my phone. Get her to drive and exactly. It's like <laughs> say, you drive. I'm not gonna pay attention to anything you say, and I'm just gonna watch TV. Hey, well, you could well, you could play it like this. You could say, okay, we're gonna be driving for a while. Now, I'm going to be binge watching. <laughs> now, whether I'm driving while I'm binge watching or you're driving, <laughs> that that's up to you. That is your decision. That's, yep. that's you, need right. to, you need to make a smart decision here, honey. <laughs> that's right. Because I am binge watching you could, you no could matter say what. Both of our Think lives. about our lives. <laughs> now, I would like to get Think past. Think about our future children. Past five episodes. Yeah. So please drive. <laughs> and I was actually concerned that I wouldn't be able to do something like that. But we actually drove back from Wisconsin down to Texas. And we watched the entire Serenity series mm-hmm. um, uh, during that during that drive. Or the, sorry, the entire Firefly series. Um, and we watched Serenity uh, to, to capstone it. So, mm-hmm. so who fifteen was, hours. Who was we, driving? Or was her, her parents were. So, oh, sweet! Yeah. Y'all are in the back. Like, yeah. So we actually she's on had my side. it, and they have a, a nice van. So they have the you know the, the cross country type van where they have the thirty inch TV mm-hmm. that's embedded in there. Oh, and sweet! And so we streamed it up to that. It was awesome. And there I were only that. a handful of spots where we I love how you it. made it, the parents drive yeah, the whole. Yeah. Time. Are, you, hey, are the parents are dropping you, again this time? No, this is just us. Hey, so. Greg Lucius, could you spot it? No. <laughs> I'm watching. Ben's You're interrupting it. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying Thank to you for drink, driving. I'm trying to drink a beer and watch a show back here. Yeah, damn, it's man. funny because the only thing and that was left in the cooler was beer. stop hitting all the bumps? Stop hitting all the bumps. <laughs> That's right. Make me spill one beer. All right, so we're a little over an hour. Okay. So let's do, we'll uh, take a break. Um, we'll come back and um, talk about Walking Dead. Yes. Talk about Jessica. Yes. JJ is the people who are really close to her. Call her. That's what uh, I call her when I fly up there. I want to. I want to talk about Twelve Monkeys. Okay. And uh, you want to talk about a little bit about Marco Polo. So yeah, we'll do Marco Polo, right. Twelve Monkeys, Marco. walking, and then we'll close down with Jessica. Polo, Polo. All right. All right. Cool. Remember that best you lost on uh, <laughs> them boys. Okay, we're back. Same crew. We got the bearded wonder, gorgeous Greg, and me. Um, so, follow us at uh, at binge watch PC on Twitter, Facebook. Just search for bingewatchpodcast.com, and that is obviously our website as well. Binge that's right. Watch podcast. It's, it's one eight hundred binge watch. No, don't really doubt that because yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Probably nothing would be my guess. Hey, you don't know. Ooh, I we do should know. Get it. I do know. So let's do 12 Monkeys before you read the Walking Dead thing. Sure. We'll hang in there. Sure. Um, okay. <clears throat> Tell I'm, me about I, it. Uh, I watched God, like six episodes. It is fully on demand, and it's off of sci-fi. Um, it's fully on demand on um, Uverse. Right. So burn through about six episodes. I think it's 12 episodes altogether, so I still got a ways to go. It's good. Um, I like the cast for the most part. The main guy takes some getting used to that he's going to be your hero, I think was a little bit, mm, is he or is he not? Is he better than the main actor on Fear of the Walking Dead? Is there a main actor on Fear of the Walking Dead? Well, like the dad. He's Yeah. He's awesome. Duh. Yeah, Captain Kangaroo's better than that guy. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, that's sad. That is sad. He tried. Captain Kangaroo's awesome, man. It's a lot to compete with. That's right. He's going um, to tweet you a picture of his royalty check. So, like, it, obviously they're dragging the, they got to drag the, I think it's like the plot of the movie out over 12 episodes. It's like episode three or four before they even figure out the army of the 12 monkeys. Right. And what's going on with that. It does have an interesting, um, you've seen Hell on Wheels. Mm-hmm. So the preacher from Hell on Wheels is the bad guy or the leader of the at least so far appears to be the leader of the Army of the Twelve Monkeys. Interesting. The tall, old, thin, old guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's our he's our he's our main baddie for season one. Um, I don't think anyone else in there is like people you'd recognize. Um, no, no reason to go through the names and stuff, but it's good. It's super entertaining. I would definitely wouldn't have watched six episodes. Does it? It's uh, no bastard execution. I'll give you that. <laughs> Watch out for that full page ad. <laughs> yeah. uh, is it? Does it have right, a very? Does it have a very Terry Gilliam feel? No, no, it's not. No, no, no. Nods back to the the movie. No, it's you know Gilliam's got. His style. It's not that style. Okay. It's you know. What would you? It's compare, what you'd expect. What would you him. compare it to? Um, Bastard X. Maybe. <laughs> maybe um, Stargate Universe. Oh. In terms of like, but it, it's not really sci-fi, right? Because it's most of the time it's either in this dystopian future, right? Where there's not a lot of tech, or it's in modern day, right? So it's not like um, they have to spend a ton of money to make it trick it up. You know what I mean? But in terms of like, I think it's kind of in that area. I think that'd be the closest thing I could put it to. Um, it's maybe, yeah, it's, yeah. I think that's a pretty apropos comparison. Yeah, good. Stargate Universe, which I'm a huge fan of. I still need I, It's not as good story-wise oh, right. and cast-wise, but I think in terms of like stuff I would compare it to, it'd be right there. It's in that neighborhood. Maybe not on the same street, but yeah. in the neighborhood. Um, so I'm thoroughly looking forward to watching the rest of it. Yeah. That's interesting. I I hadn't because I think it's because I'll have to pay for it that I'm like oh, I'll catch it later. <laughs> well, you should be able to get it on demand. Do you not do you not get Sci-Fi Channel? Oh, I do. Yeah, you should be able to get it on demand. Oh, okay, I'll check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll make so a note. finishing that Man in the High Castle or my go-to. That's what I'm going to spend some time on this week. Within you know working on a whole all the holiday and all that kind of good stuff. Have, Greg, have you seen any of the? the- 12 monkeys just the the actual movie itself i haven't gotten into the series i'm curious how you can make a a series out of a movie like that did they jump further into the past there's a lot of time travel a lot of jumps and and that's what what i was saying earlier about shows that you can't walk away from and then come back because then you'll be like oh fuck what timeline are they on yeah they do a really good job of like every time they come back from what would be a commercial break if you're watching it. like it tells you what year it is so in your mm-hmm. head you're having to connect all this stuff um so you can't you can't multitask during this show <laughs> no and i was kind of dozing on the last episode i'm gonna have to kind of scan back through that because i got a little confused as to where the timelines were overlapping and then and then it, and then it gets into where you know there's a timeline going and they go back and they change some stuff and that changes stuff in the future timeline. Mm. And then they have to, as they correct things or do things in the past, then it alters the future every time. And so you kind of, you kind of really have to stay on top of, on top of your game on, on this series. It's not something that you can um, let wholly get away from you. Cause you, then you'll be just completely lost. Yeah. What happens when it goes to assuming that it gets a second season? Well, you know, are you going to have to, do you feel like you're gonna have to go back, watch the full thing again? No, I don't think so. I think, but if you, if you, 
really pay attention as, as, as things are going. The, um, the original movie came out in 1995, yeah, that's a long 20, time. 20 years ago. I love wow. that movie. Yeah. It was nice and they switched the, um, Brad Pitt's character, the crazy one. Yeah. Um, at least they haven't introduced the, there's a crazy character in there, but she's not, I can't even remember. Cause it's been so long since I've seen that movie was Brad Pitt on the good side or the was uh, he part he of the army. The time. No, Bruce Willis was a time traveler guy. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. He was, uh, I think he was the, the bad guy. I think maybe. I know he was one of the crazies. I don't know if he was an actual bad guy. I thought he was. So th- that's a female plays the crazy in the, and I really like her, uh, the actress. Um, never like, seen her before, but, um, was that Katrina Jones? Katarina Jones? The dark haired. Oh, Emily Hamps. Oh, um, I did, uh, I did a Google search for 12 monkeys. Um, it'll be back a uh, new season in April. Yeah. I would imagine that cause it, it doesn't look like they had to spend a ton of money on it and it's good. So I would imagine it's a pretty easy re up. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and then the, like we said, it's, it, tends to be unless you have the the bastard executioner they got canceled mm. unless it gets canceled it's pretty much two uh seasons as a slam dunk sort of like contractually ob- obligated to do two seasons right so unless it just sucks, it's good sucks and I'm, I'm looking forward to it and if you can find it on demand i think you'll enjoy it paul um you got a lot take, on your plate greg or let's just to get caught i know so, so 13 episodes <laughs> It's season one. At 45 minutes, it's only a you know, 10-hour yeah. commitment. And it was uh, shot in the Toronto. Exactly. It's shot in Toronto, where a lot of things are shot. And, like everything De- is and in Canada. Detroit. That's where the dystopian part is. <laughs> yeah. Naturally. Shot. They don't and, even have to burn anything. And it's, all, it's all fucked up up there. Let's just go to 4th Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm probably not joking about that. <laughs> I said it in jest, but it's probably... They're like, somebody's out there, no, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there are like wild packs of dogs roaming the city of Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you seen... Your, I think I brought this up to you before. Have you seen... Requiem for Detroit. It's on YouTube. Yeah, you should watch that. Oh, That's God. fucking Man, crazy. It's that, and they're actively having to like uh, bulldoze down neighborhoods so they can reduce water and utilities to these areas where there's just jack shit. Right. You know, and people are going back to farming. Yeah, just wild farming, like the, the where they bulldoze all the houses and then make crates. Big open areas and there's like um, farms and stuff in there. It's there was crazy. a guy that was buying from California. He was buying up houses there for like ten grand a pop and just buying up neighborhoods and redoing it. And it's like yeah. some of those places, like really nice homes, are going for a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's the only city that lost. I think I mentioned this before. But it's the only city that lost actual population from one census to the next. It, it, it like lost major, from like one point one million to like three hundred thousand. Yeah, it, yeah, it lost major population. It, yeah, and they, um, I think that their art museum, they had like something like three hundred million dollars worth of these very valuable uh, masterpieces. That there was talk that they was going to auction them off, and people were fr- freaking out. There's like, this is our. They're just going to sell the stuff off, but it's like, man, we got bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody got to pay this fucking light bill. Well, because they, they had to go into a structured bankruptcy and they said nothing is off the table and people freaked out about that. Detroit in bankruptcy? No way. Yeah. Yes way, Ted. 
Yeah, the the Motor City, Motown, <laughs> Renaissance City, City of the Straits, the D, <laughs> NDA, Hockey Town, the D and the, the A, the uh, automotive capital of the world, Rock City. <laughs> So the three one three. Yeah, it's good. I like Twelve Monkeys. It's one of those medium shows where it doesn't take a lot of star power because they've got a pretty good uh, um, story, and it's just basically kind of tell it really well. I really like the the lead female. Let me look up on IMDb. Twelve monkeys. I have to. I, I nearly fell into that Wikipedia trap we was just talking about because I started. <laughs> I was like, I was on the Twelve Monkeys Wikipedia page, and I was like, Oh, we just said something about Detroit. Let me click on that, and then I was like, Oh, what's this? And I was like, Wait a second, we're we're live. <laughs> um, Amanda Schul. She hasn't really been in anything else. She was in the Sorority Wars movie in two thousand nine, but uh, <clears throat> I really I really enjoyed her. Uh, IMD has IMDb today has a huge ad for the man in the high castle yeah and it, it's I got the statue of liberty doing the zeke heil thing with a big red um ribbon around yeah <laughs> around the armband yeah the uh no the whole chest the whole chest yeah wow uh miss america miss germany so yeah uh, um, if you can find some time to work in 12 monkeys i think you'll enjoy it i'll do it uh, amanda Schul, she's 37 yeah, she's really pretty. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was a occupation, a ballerina, and an actress. Mm-hmm. And she's impressive. Spent, hey, that's uh, Greg's uh, side gig as a ballerina. That's, I do what I can. Hey, I stage mean, name of Greg Alicious. You want to get this physique? You want to get all up into this? Ballerina and beer. We should start out every show. You should do a plie or something. That's right. We'll see about that. Some ballerina move. Okay. Go through your forms. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Plie, and then I'll chug a beer. Interesting. Yeah, she was uh, in ballet from ninety, active in ballet from nineteen ninety nine to two thousand six, and then her feet probably exploded. Yeah, because <laughs> that that uh, ballet is a beautiful art form. If you've oh, ever seen their feet, too, if you've ever seen, never seen that ballerina's feet, Jacked they're them some gnarly feet. She was born in Honolulu. Yep. Things you don't really care to know about this actress. No. Yeah, she's in Suits. My sister recommended that and said it's good. I've never seen it. Suits. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'll definitely watch uh, it. I'll definitely check. I've watched it out. a little bit because uh, I've there. I only have eight more episodes to catch up on Man in the High Castle. So this uh, Twelve Monkeys is on my list. Man yeah. in the High if Castle. I can find, if I can find it for Twelve free. Monkeys, that's like should be seventeen on the list. Yeah. After. And what channel? Sci-Fi. Yeah, Sci-Fi. Yeah. Cool. Which we talked about that initially when they announced it on the podcast, but then it totally went by me. I totally forgot about it. Yeah, I did too. There's so, just so much stuff that. Now, catching things. Yeah, it's a good problem to have, right? Right, exactly. Better than no shit to watch. I agree wholeheartedly. Cold-heartedly. Told-heartedly. All right, let's talk about Walking Dead. All right, so this tweet that I just saw from uh, the official The the Walking Dead 22 minutes ago, since you blocked me from saying it. There was a a media embargo. (laughs) I couldn't talk about it. It said, FYI, if you're not watching The Walking Dead East Coast feed, I'd stay off social media tonight seriously. Mm. And then they show a a picture of... uh, Glenn? uh, No. um, uh, Tonight's supposed to... The one in... The lady in Alexandria that... uh, Porch Dick's husband, oh, our yeah. wife. <laughs> yeah, Porch Dick. Um, yeah. The uh, tonight's episodes. The what I was seeing everywhere was we find out what's up with Glenn. What's up, Glenn? 
What's up, Glenn? What up, Glenn? Sounds like an 80s sitcom. What's up with Glenn? What's, what's up with Glenn? <laughs> He's got some D's or a bad and fucking <laughs> YouTube channel, some tech. What's up with Glenn? Some tech unboxing <laughs> fucking video series. <clears throat> so, you lost in Twitter over there? What are you doing? Uh, the Twitterverse. I'm, uh, I'm just <laughs> tweeting this. Verse. I'm tweeting that out since it had a picture of that, that guy's porch dick's porch wife. Dick's wife. Porch dick. Hashtag porch dick. Um, so, what do you think? Of, I It was my... I liked that episode quite a bit. You're really hoping for more action, I remember, from last week. Here. Well, it did it action it up again, but... Here's the thing again, and, and this is getting a little bit of one note, right? So Daryl does the quote-unquote right thing and um, pays the price for it again. And Daryl's supposed to be the hardcore veteran guy. He's not supposed to get caught up in the, well, i got to do the right thing. You he's, do the survival thing. Well, he's, he's sort of shifted. Carol has come up more on the hardcore tip, and he has, has sort of changed his views since season one a little bit he's he's had a he's had a change in his character arc because he's not always on the same page and we saw it especially this season that he's not always exactly he still listens to rick but he's voicing his opinion more now and Mm -hmm. he's wanting to help find survivors and things like that so he's start he's sort of mellowed a little bit he still can be dependent on putting somebody down with that crossbow but Mm -hmm. He's definitely changed, and he's not as hardcore anywhere in the same league as Carol anymore. Okay. So for those who are a little bit behind, myself included, um, the is there like a shifting point for him, or has it just kind of been his character has gradually changed He's always been time? the guy that cares but doesn't show it real. He hid it under a tough guy exterior. Mm-hmm. His older brother, Merle, was Merle. just completely sort of dominated him, and mm-hmm. he's like he just did like Merle did. Basically, okay. Do, do, do like his Merle. and ever since Merle has been gone, don't worry, I knew that one. Yeah, and uh, he's he's been shifting, and he 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 was a uh, a strong right hand man for Rick for a long time, mm-hmm. all the way through the prison and everything, and he still is, but he's come under a lot of influence from uh, characters like Michonne, mm-hmm. um, and sort of following off of Rick's actions because Rick is sort of towing a hard line. The mm-hmm. Rick Tatorship, as we've talked about on previous podcasts. Um, but I think Daryl is starting to, who he really is, is starting to assert itself a little bit. Okay. And that he's starting to see that he doesn't, it's not all black and white. And he's starting to think for himself to a certain extent, starting to assert himself a little bit more. Not in a bad way, but he's 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 strong enough willed that he when he feels he has an opinion, he he feels it's valid and he can make his own decisions. Okay. And whether that always jives with what Rick is wanting, we're starting to see a little bit of a, a shift. Okay. A, a little rift, bit, but a rift. It was a very Daryl focused episode, which yeah. I liked because yeah. it has been a long time since midway through last season when him and what's her nuts were at the the house together the whole episode and they burned the house down at the end yeah because he's a man of very few words yeah and so wolves wolves. (laughs) you know he says one thing and then let somebody talk for a while (laughs) and um but he you know he did the right thing he went back and took the insulin yeah and you know ends up getting burned for it yeah you know in the end 
Yeah, and uh, those characters. Uh, let me pull up. Uh, y'all keep talking. I got a. I've got a tab pulled up. Uh, I, they've been uh, on the Twitterverse. They've been talking about uh, Negan. Negan. This character Negan is the, the next big baddie, and uh, apparently that guy that um, took Daryl's crossbow is like Negan's right hand dude. I know he. There's a. An, an, I don't think so. Uh, that's what they're talking about. Um, I, I know that's a speculation, but but he the, he's running from that group that's chasing them through the forest, and he belonged to them. That's not, from what I understand, that's not Negan's group. It's oh, it's another somebody, group. It's somebody else. Yeah, it's another group, and I can't remember. It's it's almost like the others, or something like the or something like that. Yeah, on this uh, on, from the WalkingDead.com, they had a, a Twitter post earlier mm-hmm. today. Who is Dwight? That's the guy, right? That Daryl runs into with those two girls. Um, uh, Dwight, played by actor Austin Emilio. It's uh, it was first introduced in issue ninety eight of The Walking Dead. Uh, that Dwight was the right-hand man of infamous villain Negan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he works with a rebellious group called the Saviors. So that's, so that's he was they, the right-hand man, but was there some sort of, uh, we was talking about riffs, a, yeah. a rift between him and Negan, and they're coming after him? Well, he that's what they're saying. We're done, we're done. But the Saviors <laughs> group, um, I didn't think, and I haven't re- looked that far ahead, but they they were talking about the Saviors, but they never brought up Negan. Yeah. Uh, he's on the run by a group of men from a group of men who we can presume are the saviors, but that was last week's episode. Mm-hmm. But they're, you know, is it is that true? Are they going to shift? Because that's the one thing I've, I've liked about the, the Walking Dead as a TV series is that they weave in and out of the, co- the comic yeah. book. It says, so Daryl Strangers Dwight, member of Nagin's The Saviors. There's a bunch of different articles on that. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, and they and the, but I don't understand if he's right hand man. Why is he running from him? Well, it's like yeah, he, he ran afoul somehow, and it's like mm. Negan don't never run afoul. Yeah, and they did say on the, in WalkingDead.com that uh, this Dwight character plays a, a capital letters a major role in upcoming episodes this season. So mm. that's hmm. a little bit disappointing. I don't know if I like that dude. I I didn't get a strong feel for him being. A major character yeah at all no like a major actor or an actor that would play a major character yeah i didn't because i purposely I stayed away from because i haven't read the comics yeah so i've purposely stayed away from that and i mean but at some point go back and read them but purposely stayed away because i don't want to like be oh i know what this is going i want to like watch it unfold or yeah no know? no you know you don't want to assume that oh is this for real or not you know and it right. sort of and it turns out to Get be sucker punch it turns out to be part actual part of that they stay tr- true to and you're like shit i already know what it is so it's yeah. not like the passionate crash like oh he dies at the end yeah yeah the so it'll be interesting but i had a joke i was gonna go in there but <laughs> yeah i keep so, I keep it myself. so the thing of it is though again again it's it's the lessons learned to learn is Never do the right thing. Always do the survival thing. Rick. And that's a little bit like episode after episode. I feel like they need to find another riff to get on. Um, I remember you talking thematically. about that once. Yeah. But see, and I think I think people... It doesn't bother me as much because, you know, you think that you would assume that would be the case that... Okay, if you haven't got the memo yet... Right. <laughs> you need to lose your humanity. Yeah, a little bit. And it's... But, you know... 
I think you don't survive think, in this world by helping people out that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're always getting fucked. And I think Daryl, he's sort of a late bloomer with asserting his how he feels about things, how he right. really feels about things. And now it's like, well, maybe this is not the right time to bloom there, buddy. <laughs> but it, it was so funny when he, you know, he's he's walking ahead of them. And he realizes, like, by the way the conversation's going, that they're feeling out, like, hey, where are your friends? And blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't know. Oh, fuck. And yeah. he turns around. Yeah. He's like, yeah. he's got the gun on him. Yeah, he's like, damn. Yeah. Should have seen that coming. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm sort of along with what you guys are saying, is that it's like you trust but verify. <laughs> you know, right. and it's like you... Walk behind them yeah. with your crossbow at their head. <laughs> yeah, it, that seems like a very JV sort of move for him to make. Right. Because he's smarter than that. He's right. he's more savvy than that, I always Again, thought. It, it, it goes back to my whole thing, um, and Lost was the worst about this, and I'm, I don't know, I always harp on it, where your hero is the, the country rube that just always gets fooled. Like, you know, like, hey, they're doing... Oh, oh shit, they got tricked again. Gosh, yeah. Grandma. Yeah, those idiots tricked him Let's, again. I guess I'm going to have to paddle my feet in the cement pond out here. Yeah. <laughs> well, to kind of allude back to when we were talking about Flash and everything earlier, Flash is one of those where all of a sudden it's like, oh, and you tripped and fell, and now you have some guy, like, freezing you. There was one episode. It was episode four where mm-hmm. he, like, all of a sudden gets done saving everyone and right when he gets done he trips and falls and he stops going at super speed and then he gets frozen because the guy is right there and mm-hmm. it's like that's so cheesy that this guy runs a freaking million miles an hour and he can't be like maybe a hundred feet away he's like six <laughs> feet away from this guy right. he's getting right. so well, it, well we did that because that's how <laughs> we had to make this work for the show <laughs> right it's like couldn't write that a little bit better yeah it's a little too it's a little too too on the nose it's yeah like, oh. it's too scripted for how things should be a little bit more messy yeah, yeah. sorry completely I, derailed no no that's no. the same thing no it's exactly the same yeah thing. That's it's like how does the how does the uh um how does our character get fooled like a 12 year old would get mm-hmm. fooled this this episode you know it gets a little old and it's the same thing <laughs> it's like somebody's holding getting... holding daryl by the forehead while he swings <laughs> <at him. laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. yeah yeah so quit hitting yourself quit hitting yourself yeah. <laughs> it's the you know it is you're, they're supposed to be the crafty veterans now not the you know the newbies to this yeah i would expect area. i would expect the that kind of jv type of play from some of the people the exact right. alexandrians right but not from Daryl. Yeah. And certainly not from Rick or Carol. But Daryl is like, yeah, man, he is every bit as he is. He is on point all the time. Yeah. And it, then to do something like that, it's like it seems. Sort and of, it wasn't even they didn't even have to use any guile. He was just completely like suckered in, suckered in, gullible. Oh, there's this the innocent ones, and oh, you got. I'm gonna help them out, right? Yeah, because I, like I know the, I know the it, bad uh, jungle exploring movie where you end up like hanging from a tree because you stepped into their <laughs> the one place in the jungle that they had the little foot trap. You yeah, know? It's like, look again. It's like a, man, I had to X on the spot and everything, and I <laughs> fell for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's it. Seems a. Uh, it seems a little too scripted. To that, me. I agree with that. That I being that. said, I did enjoy the episode. It was a little yeah. bit more action. It was a little bit more go-go um, than the last couple had been. So so not back-to-back dull like you were. Yeah. 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 Don't say filler. Yeah. No, say, nobody get, says filler. Yeah, that'll get you in trouble with the, the Twitterverse. <laughs> I know. In the, the There was one of the podcasts I was listening to. I think it was the, uh, I think it was maybe one of the Blacklist podcasts. Um, they were like, 
okay, we're not going to say filler, but this might have been a filler episode. Now we know you're going to blow us up on Twitter. You know you're going to get a lot of emails because you don't. No one likes to hear filler, but that's right. Um, Setting up the story. That's right. That's right. Taking a pause for the cause. <laughs> a pause for the cause. That's a, that. If that that sounds like a hashtag right there. <laughs> hashtag pause for the cause. Yeah, this episode was a pause for the cause. But I, 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 they did advance a story. You know where they went. Um, they went back to the, the truck area where all those traps were set. Yeah, and all the zombies were there. And, and that's a fuel. That's a fuel truck. That, yeah, and that's something. That's where they're trying to go. And. Um, I think that's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be uh, tonight. Episode is supposed to be off to the races again. Good. So we'll see. And they, they I don't know. They said a lot of like, find tonight. Find out what's up with Glenn tonight. The Glenn answers. Blah blah blah. I was, I was just looking at this morning on. See Twitter. if we get to see some Glenn trails, some Glenn yeah. testings. <laughs> <laughs> see if we can finally put this like plot trick to bed. I always wonder yeah. if you can like. One way or the other. If you'll be able to figure out by looking at like IMDB, like does he show up in this episode? Well, does supposed- it actually show up? On- well, no. Supposedly they don't do anything like that, but they he's listed as this full season. Oh, okay. And, but they're you know they but he's don't- not actually. But he's not in the credits for the ones these. I think it's just a big gimmicky type of deal, and it's going to be kind of silly when it's all said and done. Line up for your internet hand job <laughs> and a disappointing ending. And Glenn got smallpox. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. Uh, he lived. <laughs> what's his girlfriend's name? Maggie. Maggie. So she, I was watching some video and she's and they really do a good job of like downplaying her hotness because she's really pretty. Um, she's in, she's sitting on a bar stool telling a joke in like a swimsuit or something. And some video um, that was uh, was online this week on Facebook, I think. But I was like, when I was watching this video, I was like, damn, they do a really good job of downplaying how hot she is. How hot she is, because yeah. she's smoking. She is. And she's uh, she's very easy to listen to talk, because she's uh, half English. Yeah. And she grew up in England for part of her life, so mm. she has just that hint yeah. of it in there still. And uh, that's nice. That's nice. And she is All you need is a hint. That's right. A hint between the cheek and gums. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so hopefully tonight, hopefully tonight, which I'm gonna go, I'm gonna run and um, grab something to eat tonight. So I'm gonna have to turn off Twitter, turn off all social media, and then I'll come back and try to sneak into the house and fire that episode up. Yeah, I've I've found out since uh, so know, pu- tweeting for the show and stuff, man. You man, you have to matrix dodge some spoilers because <laughs> people, as soon as the episode's done, they're on their. It's <laughs> like whoa, slow down. They're, they're tweeting like, "Oh my god, the guy what, what's his name just died? Oh no, he got tricked. Oh no, he got trapped." Like fuck. If it's not so, if it's not a show you're watching and live tweeting, you have to like block off those time periods. Definitely yeah. um, learn a lesson or two on there. Yeah, because even if it, you get an update, like you you can see like all these tweets, and it can even be spoiled in there for you if you just glance at it and you're like. Oh. Turn off the TV. <laughs> I guess I don't. I don't have to watch any further. I'll move over to Twelve Monkeys now. Thanks. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna. My phone's gonna pull turn, turn it off and put it in the car to uh, make sure I don't accidentally fire up Twitter. And I I think it's funny that The Walking Dead sent out. A Did Twitter. they start at six? I think or seven, seven east, east, seven east. central times. It's eight east. Yeah, so it's it's probably an hour it? and fifteen minutes. Yeah, so be careful. Be yeah. careful out there. Be careful out there. Yeah. I'm going to turn my phone off and 
wrap it in duct tape and throw it out in the backyard. <laughs> oh, you know what the fuck we forgot to let's let's move on. Okay. You know what the fuck we forgot to f- dude, Into the Badlands. Oh, yeah. You uh, watched it, right? Yeah. Fuck. Did you watch that? No. No. Dude, I've been trying to catch up on everything. Oh, well, I know. You, you get not only do you got to catch up, you got to stay current with what's coming out. So I it's know. first episode Man, of the you're, premiere was Sunday. Bro, you're treading water. <laughs> you're treading water. That's why I'm so quiet over here. He's dr- um, he's drowning in the in the in the binge verse. Yeah. <laughs> My word count is severely down. Just drink your beer. My right beer now. count is so severely hush, up. Hush, hush, honey. What, <laughs> drink a, your beer. About scale me. of <laughs> sit up there and look up, pretty, sweetie. Yeah, just look gorgeous. Done. What? Um, Very delicious. Done. Initial thoughts, Paul. One to ten. Right as I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there in, in mid uh, Heineken sip, and he's. Like, what are your thoughts? <laughs> That's my thought. I thought it was really cool, and I'm ready to see tonight's episode. Um, I, honestly, I thought it was uh, the storyline was a little sort of thin. Well, what I'm hoping is there, there, there's a lot that they're not showing us. Yes, and I, I'm giving it setup time because yeah. I've been bad about that in the past. If it's like first episode, disappointed, never talk to you again. <laughs> Just another bastard executioner. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of this fucking place. I'm taking out a full page ad in Variety <laughs> to talk about this. No, uh, it's... It was good enough, and I liked the the Baron character because there's four Dude, Barons. He's good. I he like really that guy. Good. Did you see my tweet that uh, he looked like a cross between George Clooney and uh, Russell Crowe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And something like he's got three. that crazy ass haircut, and um. Well, so I hope they don't. I hope they don't focus. I like that it's gonna this political thing is gonna unfold apparently between all these the Barons and their struggle for power. That sounds that's like already it could starting be to happen. Even a, really interesting. One, what yeah. I don't want to do. Is a fear of the Walking Dead where the family drama is front and center all the time. So I'm hoping like this father son, it's more of the political side than it is like you didn't raise me right. You know that he's like okay, I'm going to take over the family power. It's more about that than this. You know, family yeah, I know what you mean. Back and forth drama. I don't want this. Like they, they, there's what is it? Season two where they went really for Walking Dead, kind of like uh, soap opery and all the drama with the. the you cheated on me and I still love you and all that stuff and it got really distracting there for a while yeah um Lori yeah <laughs> Lori Carl. Carl I saw some really new <laughs> good uh Carl jokes this this week I was just dying laughing they're never never ending <laughs> never ending <laughs> but so what I mean dude how could you not like those fight scenes yeah Seriously, right? Especially the last one in the rain. Yeah, and I almost feel like doesn't that set them up? They had the two, the first, the one at the first, where it's like, okay, they're going to show you it's, it's about it's. It reminds me of Kung Fu Theater. Yeah, right, Matrix type fighting style. <laughs> Bend, it's throwing somebody belly first down on the ground and then breaking his back and cracking Half. his legs over back over his back. Yeah, so they did a really wow. good job of saying, hey, this is going to be a pretty violent show. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not in, get out. <laughs> you know. Um, then, uh, th- so that was a cool fight scene. And then the end fight scene in the rain with all the swords flashing and the that cinematographer was... the shooting was fantastic. But I almost thought afterwards, I was like, man, they set the bar really high in this first episode. Like, they're going to have to match every episode. It's going to have to have that type of action or it's just not going to feel right now. What, uh, the thing that I love that fight scene at the end in the rain, uh, it looked like they dumped, somebody had dumped like a... Uh, 500 gallons of milk on the ground it's a little milky and white on that rain on the ground those puddles i was like what are they doing 
But um, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, man. I, I was like, this is going to be a cool series. Do you think yeah. they'll be able to keep up with that? Uh, I think if they keep up the action and the story becomes this political power struggle between all these barons, I think that's got some pretty cool storytelling in it. Yeah. Um, what was the the female baron that came in right at the end? Oh, the redheaded lady. Yeah, I can't remember. Oh, what was her little nickname? Um, oh man, uh, look it up. Somebody oh. should show notes this. Yeah, I know. Um, well, we completely. I'll look it up here in a second. Yeah. We, anyway, we completely uh, sort of fell off, nearly fell off the radar. I'm glad you brought it up. I forgot. There's been so many know. things I've been watching. I know, and I and I was. Super impressed with it. Greg, look at that. Greg yeah, delicious. I'm not bringing a lot to the table, so I'll look this up. Bring it, Greg. Playing the uh, role of uh, uh, Ron today. <laughs> oh. Dun, 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 dun. You lag the voice. That's right. My um. shins are bleeding. <laughs> okay, good, good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Said in the voice of Ron. So, yeah, the um, and that's on right after everybody have to remember and I'm sure Chris Hardwick. For the next four weeks. For the next four weeks, Talking Dead is uh, at blah, 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 New Time. Yeah. He was hitting that pretty hard. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Like his his nerdist empire is toppling. (laughs) He's like, man, I'm missing my my views and my tweets. What's happening? He's got a lot of followers, like 250,000 on the nerdist. Yeah, he's done well for himself. I'm proud of that boy. He's funny. he's, He's... he thinks quickly on his feet, you know, that stand up background. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, uh, that's nice. We're waiting on Greg Alicious to. I'm trying to find it. Total film. MDB is. Well, I was right in the here. middle of a tweet, so I'll look it up here. Yeah. Um, into the... Interesting about Into the Badlands. Um, so IMDb, eight and a half out of 10. Uh, TV.com, 8.1 out of 10. Metacritic gave it 54%. Metacritic is a harsh mistress. Seriously. <laughs> they, can be, they can be rough on, on teams. The Widow. The Widow. The that's, Widow's, that her, that's her barren name. Yeah. The, um, and I can, maybe not the 50%, but the 80s, the low 80s, I can, mm. I can see that for that first episode. Because, yeah, to me, it was still, it was very much setting stuff up. And it was a little felt a little thin in areas mm-hmm. yeah well and i think too like you're gonna bow out this is not gonna be your thing unless you loved kung fu theater growing up i yeah. mean they are very much it's going to be a kung fu action wire yeah. fighting yeah um, and show. they did they man they did some they did some cool wire stuff oh, no, <laughs> it was yeah. really impressive that especially that rain fight scene but i don't want that to over dominate if there's no st- there there as far as story i'll I may tap out sort of quick. Well, too, and, and you just, know, my just main watch the fight scenes for on Daredevil YouTube. was it was too actiony, too chopsocky. Yeah. yeah, it would just that's all the episode would be, and then you know that's fine, um, but it just can't be action for forty five minutes. It's got to have mm-hmm. some story. It's got to have some substance, at least for me, right? I know a lot of people would probably be fi- fine with that. They fuck keep cranking out the expendable movies and. Yeah, well, and if they wanted to expand beyond being like a niche type of thing, yeah, they they need to bring some some story to the table. And yeah. and AMC has a reputation for you look at Breaking Bad, you look mm-hmm. at uh, you look at uh, Walking Dead, you look at all these shows mm-hmm. that the only misstep I think that they've had is canceling Longmire. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you love that shit. You, you love that show. He's a fan, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. show's excellent. Yeah. Well. I still need to get your login. If you just want to say it right now over the podcast. Login so for I, what? You were going to give me your... Uh, I want to see... It wasn't HBO. No, that was on Showtime. It's on the last episode. Didn't they just the Netflix is Netflix didn't buy the Longmire? Yep. Oh, I think yeah. it was your iTunes. I was gonna you had it on iTunes, and I was gonna get your iTunes mm-hmm. login so I could. Mm-hmm. I think I you're talking to think. I am witnessing. We didn't have a, this conversation. I am just, witnessing an illegal conversation. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I do not approve of this. Whatever happened, you were give gonna me give me your, a login. Give me your login so, too later. <laughs> no, it's a, it's on Netflix. Okay. Longmire season four is on Netflix. I know that I, I actually caught up on that one, but I thought. I think you're talking about a conversation we'll you had with somebody else. <laughs> red tube. <laughs> yeah. It was see a red tube I, conversation. See what IPA does to your brain. It messes with you. <laughs> yeah. Stash IPA. It's too oh, much of that last, stuff. Last week for work, uh, I was like, I saw Sam Adams had a IPA. It's a double IPA. Mm-hmm. It's like eight point one. And mm-hmm. we was having a Thanksgiving potluck, so I grabbed a six pack. If you have ever had a, just a raw piece of hops and just chewed on it, <laughs> it's, said, it's intense. Oh, it was it was super intense. I let was it one of the super IPAs? Yeah, it was a double IPA. Oh and God, eight point one alcohol nasty. content, and it was a guy at work. He fished it out of the the beer uh, chest, it's, and he cracked it open. He didn't. I said that might be a little bit. And he took a sip, strong. And he, <laughs> he man, he did that bitter beer face. <laughs> he was like, oh, he said. That's strong. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you can probably only drink one. Yeah, it, I'm not a fan. Not yeah. a fan. Well, it was it was hoppy, extremely hoppy. So I am looking forward to tonight's episode of Into mm-hmm. the Badlands and The Walking Dead and The Walking mm-hmm. Dead. Yes. Um, but I think we need to gear shift. We're 30 minutes in, and I think we at least need 40 to 45 minutes for JJ. Mm-hmm. The JJ. The JJ. The JJ. Man, you want to talk about getting some intense love on the Twitterverse for mm. Jessica Jones. Oh, and, yeah. And that, whoever the smartass. <laughs> that one is unwatchable. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, there was this, uh, this guy, he's, he chimed in all into, he, and he's trolling, obviously trolling because he's trying to gin up, uh, stuff for his own thing because he's doing he's has his own thing and like 400 followers okay so he jumps in and he said am i the oh, only one? like a critic or something or? uh sort of he used to he used to be a, a vj for mtv and now he's doing his own thing where he reviews stuff and mm. mma and does uh, so he's he's trying to get he's been the devil's advocate trying yeah to, he's trying to get notoriety for himself he jumped in well is it just me or did i did anybody else think this sucked <laughs> and i was like <laughs> i was like oh Get ready for it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and I fully, I'm fully supportive of people. Yeah, you gotta have, yeah, it's fine. having your own opinion. But I think it was, he was obviously trolling. Like yeah. if I was on, if uh, putting my opinion out there, like I, I liked Breaking Bad. Yeah, I don't think it's a top ten show of all time. I don't think it's a top twenty five show of all the time. Just yeah. it was entertaining. I liked it. I watched it from beginning to end. I did. There was like a two year hiatus that I took before I came back to it. It's a good show. But if I went out there and just said that, like, hey, I think it's okay. On the Twitterverse, you oh, I'd get destroyed. Too many, too many fans that would it, yeah. come at you. Oh my god! And people, sacred be, cow. So people would be unfollowing you left and right. Fuckers. People would follow you just to tell you off, and then unfollow you. <laughs> yeah. it's like just, they that. would just at me, at yeah. me, at me. Fuck on. Um. All right. So Jessica Jones loved it. Man, so good. It's so good. Loved it. 
I binge watched for the crap out of that too. thing. I, I stayed up one morning, four o'clock in the morning. I got up at waiting six for my check. on Friday so I could watch ep- the first episode before I went into work on yeah. Friday. Yeah. No, I got up at five thirty, um, and started watching it. In the first episode, I was like, "Damn, that's good, man!" Mm-hmm. And you cannot, you cannot, like we was talking about, you cannot multitask while no, watching no. this show at all because it's like, well, they're they're doing that thing that that good actors do where they're they're showing you and not telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was it was man, super intense. So very, um, very gritty. There's very gritty. Very much a detective story. Mm-hmm. So let's walk through this like line item by line item cast. Yes, I think top to bottom, it's one of the best cast shows for mm-hmm. TV for television I've I've seen. Kristen in Ritter, a really long. Kristen time. Ritter as Jessica Jones. That Luke, was the Luke Cage guy is spot on. That was that's mm-hmm. exactly how I have Luke Cage pictured in my mind. Mm-hmm. Power Man, Power Man. I hate his nickname. <laughs> yeah, he's got. I was looking at him. and he, if you've seen his costuming from the comics, well, he's got the yellow headband and yeah, that's very mid seventies, <laughs> right? Um, I was a little concerned with the, the Purple Man, um, but he's—I love him. But he's—he's he's getting better. So unlike you guys, I'm—you know—I'm about halfway through. So the series. he was in a BBC series called Broadchurch mm-hmm. that are, that they brought over and called Grace Point here okay. in the states, which I, so I really really liked him in that. Yeah. Um, man, he did. That was really good. Man, he is a nasty son of a bitch. <laughs> the Purple Man's a badass. He is, he and is. I love he's an that, asshole. And I love how they when something bad is going to happen they change the lighting mm-hmm. that the lighting cues and stuff like that that's just yeah. really good cinematography cinematography is awesome i would say and it's still on cast mm-hmm. okay let's stay on task a little bit. <laughs> um did you know that the the mom of trish is uh, rebecca de Mornay? uh yeah okay so i recognized her. i was like who is that so i had to google i was like that's rebecca de Mornay. yeah um i liked the trish character a lot um, uh, her, her the lawyer that she's working. No, for? Trish is the her best friend. No, the uh, the the, uh, the lawyer. Oh, well, of course, yeah, yeah. She's uh, Matrix. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah Car- Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann Moss, and she's and she was awesome. She was awesome. Her very complex. Ex, um, is uh, from Wigger from, from Deadwood, Deadwood and mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Um, cool. The only character that I was a little mm, was uh, Officer Sampson. Yeah. Um. He's a little bit, he's he was a little too intense, like after that Simpson. whole thing's hat Simpsons, whatever Simpson. his name is, um, and I was like, I'm not getting it. I don't, I don't understand. And then it makes sense down the road. Yeah. Um, so he was the only one of the cast I wasn't like totally blown away with. So cast eight, uh, top to bottom is mm-hmm. freaking yeah. phenomenal. And if and if that's your biggest gripe, right? That's the, a, this that's one guy's off putting for a couple that's, episodes. That's a that's a good gripe to have. Um, so cinematography, it. Is shot beautifully. Oh my beautiful gosh! Beautiful job. Yeah. yeah, I think the you were alluding to the the different colors and whatnot. I love the the flashbacks. The flashbacks for me was just an excellent part where you see all of a sudden she feels him licking her face mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Yeah, also, the way that they shoot that is stellar. Yeah, I mean, and they did that more in earlier episodes, mm-hmm. and I loved yeah how they it was a seamless. That you see the color change and then it happens and then boom right out of it yep. and that's right. that's so it's has, so it's like a, it's it obviously is messing with her head and you can and it catches feel you that. off guard a little bit mm-hmm. and then it's gone so quickly you know early on and then the flashbacks get longer and go to when she was young you yeah know, towards the end yeah um but it it's it this huge creeper creepy feel mm-hmm. and um so that the action was fantastic and it was 
you know, it wasn't overwhelming. Um, it was very well spaced. They'd have like a couple of action sequences an episode, and they are an hour long episodes, right at an hour each one. And they didn't shy away from uh, violence. And man, kudos to the fight choreographers for Kristen uh, Ritter's stuff. Yeah. She she's a badass. She's mm-hmm. a legitimate badass, and she gives zero shits. They, they, they <laughs> pulled no punches. Um, on the violence, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, they, you know, had originally had developed this for ABC. Can yeah. you imagine if this would have been shown on ABC? Oh. The I was the showrunner. I was reading an article this morning, and and she said what we had developed for ABC is nothing. What when we were able when Netflix said, "Hey, we would like to ha- have that over here," and they and still they, listed them and listed them in the credits because it's all owned by Disney, right? So. Yeah. So then they moved it over, and ah. Uh, that would have been a shit show on ABC. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that they... It would have been The, the Flash mm-hmm. or something. Yikes. <laughs> but they, it's sexed up, but it's not over mm-hmm. the top. Yeah. It's not Cinemax or HBO, like where it's like HBO forces a sex scene into every episode of Game of Thrones that's not in the books. It's just like, okay, here's the pervs, got to have their three minutes of time. <laughs> you know, and it, it doesn't make sense story-wise most of the time. It's just like, we got to have two chicks making out in the background. I can't remember the, the last time I saw uh, a shot on a show where uh, Trish, when she's she's uh, getting kind of linguist <laughs> from the cop, it's like, I can't, it's like, can't remember last time I, I saw that. I mean, they didn't show it, show it, but they showed him a very obviously somebody underneath the sheet, sheets going to right, going, going to, to town, going to town. So I, I loved that. And then, no, so let's switch over to just the Jessica Jones character. I was reading a lot um, the showrunner, like what she wanted to portray, and um, when and they could go to Netflix. Like the obviously the rape is a very central scene theme throughout it, and they wanted to handle that in a different way, yeah, and not make it. Make it something that she's dealing with and not make it something that she's overpowered by overpowered by or like it's up to somebody else to fix it for her. Yeah. But it's her burden to carry and she carries her burden. But I love this is what I, I really liked about it. It's a female character that they would very rarely in a show let a female character be the alcoholic, don't give a fuck, b- broken up, emotional train wreck. That's typically like your guy character, right? Yeah. And then the... um the female character would be the sexed up, sort of actiony, smiling a lot, you know, counterpart to that. Yeah. She was very, had very much a dude sensibility, which yeah. I liked. And uh, I saw a tweet about it. Somebody said, Congratulations on writing a strong female lead. And they scratched out line through female, a strong lead. Right. Mm. And that, I, th- I thought that was right on because, yeah. man, she was. She's she, broken, dude. Yeah, she, she's, still, she's, seriously. Dealing, she's dealing with shit. Man, so. you, you know where that pile of luggage at the airport where it goes through the, you know, it gets uh, the locks busted or somebody mm-hmm. gets like, yeah, that's the pile she's in. <laughs> <laughs> she's damaged. She's damaged luggage. And she owns like that, it. She they knows throw her it. out of the bar and she gets thrown into the trash. Yeah. yeah. And the homeless guy looks over and goes, you stink. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, I'm a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that was, that is so awesome. And, the, and there was good dark humor to it mm-hmm. it's good job yeah no I, I love the character i love the whole development and so what i this is what i think netflix has got to do because this is the first one that their big releases to me that felt kind of like a quote-unquote event yeah like they need to be they need i think they need to take that and it, 
run with it, right? They know they're going to throw all the episodes out there and, and your hardcore people are going to watch it all that weekend. But they, it needs to be like a big build-up media event. Yeah. Where like people are having like all night, the first night, Jessica Jones watching parties or whatever. It, it is going to be interesting. They were talking about season two potential yeah. and they, the showrunner wants to do it the showrunner is like this is one of the best characters i'm ever going to get to deal with and i want to do a season two yeah but time wise they don't think they can squeeze it in before the defenders series starts to shoot right so then they would have to come back and do it after the Defenders series which you don't know she's not in control of that that's another person showrunning the defenders even though all those characters get sucked in together yeah um daredevil and luke cage and and jessica jones i think there's one other can't remember. Um, but that's a different showrunner. And Daredevil's got a different showrunner. And Luke Cage has got a different showrunner. So the Luke Cage thing, they have their plan is to have a very different feel than Jessica Jones. They want to have, And then they somehow meld all this together in the Defenders. Whoever the showrunner is going to be for that Defenders. And I think that's only going to be like five or six episodes maybe. I don't Kurt know. Sutter. I hope not. Um, <laughs> I'll see. Because if there's yeah, anything quickly. more out of his genre than Bastard. medieval stuff, it's uh, superhero stuff. Um, so that'll be interesting how they bring all that together. Very different tones on the shows. Like Daredevil's the chopsocky, lighthearted, um, kind of humorous thing where um, Jessica Jones is very dark. Luke Cage, I think they're going to go back and it's going to be a little bit lighter, fair. Um, Power Man. Power Man. No, refuse to call him Power Man. Um <laughs> So it'll be super interesting to see how that all that melds together. But she was saying if we do a second episode, if we didn't go right back in and start shooting it now, time-wise, we would never be able to get it in before the Just Defenders. Every, every, everything's spoken for, yeah. Right, so then they'd have to do it after the Defenders. And then she she's like, I'm not even, like, that's such a distant thing. I'm not even involved in those conversations. I don't know what that series is going to be about. I, they could kill Jessica Jones in that series. And then I'd be fucked, you know, but she's like, I'm going to fight for it. And they've been really, Marvel's basically gave her free reign. Yeah. But I did see where like Joe Quesada looked like he was a big part of the development on that too, which he's, you know, he wrote a lot of those books. Yeah. I don't know if he wrote specifically Jessica Jones, but he's one of their big writers for Marvel. And I think he does artwork too, right? Yeah. Um, So uh, I'm super pumped, but I wish they could put out like another in like five months we knew Jessica Jones season two was coming they out commit to it mm-hmm. I was that's almost pretty unlikely I was almost I got to the end of the, the finished up the 13th episode today this morning and a, a little part of me died, died, inside. Died, died inside and I was like man one there's not that firm commitment and I was hoping maybe that they had already shot season two and they just had mm-hmm. it in the, in the can and just waiting to spring it on. Yeah, okay. Said, I think everybody's binge watched this. Here comes season two. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is going to be their big, um, there, I think at, uh, now that Jessica Jones is probably going to be big enough where they're going to think like, man, we should have thought this through. Like mm-hmm. had two or three seasons of daredevil, two or three seasons of Jessica Jones, two or three seasons of Luke Cage, and then did this big defenders thing. Yeah. Um, because I, that type of stuff, like those big event type stuff, that's what keeps the subscriptions for Netflix. Coming. I wonder if they try to just ride the high of it. Like get everyone who's interested in your daredevil, interested in Jessica Jones. And it's like, well, if you want to see them again, we're going to have this next, you know, this next one come out where you're going to have to go and watch them in there. So I don't know if it, I guess I'm trying to think, why would you do that from a business standpoint? If you're thinking that this is going to take off, you're not going to do that big launch. I just didn't think, I think they thought like it's going to be a cool deal, mm. the whole, but it's not going to be a huge 
draw. Like, I mean, for sure with Jessica Jones and the reviews and the everybody's the the noise around it was much louder than Daredevil, much louder than anything else. And I think it's I think maybe it's just caught him off guard a little bit, like that it's that big of a deal. And I wish you could have access to their download numbers. Yeah, to see who how many people have watched it, how many people watched everything, and kind of see that in comparison to their other series and stuff. Yeah, I'm really interested in the long tail effect of this because this series hadn't come on my radar until somebody at work said, "Did you see this trailer?" For this Jessica Jones yeah. series coming out, and I was like, "No." And then I sent it to y'all, yeah. and was like, "Man, this looks awesome." And yeah. I'd, I'd and heard I, I, hell, zero, I didn't even watch it for two more weeks. I hadn't even really heard about it until last week. I mean, I had seen some of the commercials for and it. He shot and me like, "Dude, I'm four episodes into Flash, and I'm not digging it." Oh <laughs> God, so, it was like ten o'clock and on had, a I was, Tuesday. I'm like, God, yeah, this is I was like, Jessica Jones is coming out. It's a thousand times percent better. Yeah, he sends you a bill for his billable hours. (laughs) Man, I can't. I mean, I can't. I can't get those minutes back, but I can charge you for them. That's right. I don't know if I'm paying that bill. (laughs) So if my wife gets pissed, I'm going to point her at you and say, "Hey, he's got me doing homework." Yeah, there you go. Watch it. Yeah, it's a, and I I agree totally. Is that it's it's an interesting effect that. Shows, you know, they cliffhanger every week, used to, mm-hmm. back in the day. And then you would talk about it on with people on Monday, and that's how right. the, everything traditional media stirred up the buzz, and then you'd have to wait till next week. And now they launch it out, and it's a social media blitz. And it's, it's it, the wad is shot. Mm-hmm. People are going to binge watch, especially if it's really good. They go through all this content, and then... What are you like? You said. What are you left with? It's like, well, shit. <laughs> and, you know, there's going to be a Star Trek, uh, Star uh, Stargate Universe here. I come. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a ton of people that revisit and rewatch it, and it's definitely rewatchable. But in the article, she, the um, showrunner was talking about how this is not like a TV series. It's a 13 hour movie. Yeah, that's we wanted to watch, make a 13 hour movie that that made sense, was cohesive. There's not a lot of cliffhangery type, and that stuff. leaves that leaves them an out yeah. too. You know that they can they can. Well, we We're told done. you, thirteen-hour yep. movie. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. Thornbirds, deal with so it. So <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what the Luke Cage thing's going to look like. What the um, Ooh. Yeah. So or just Greg, Greg is getting ready for his things, fight. This thing's picking up noise. knuckle cracking, knuckle cracking. <laughs> um, so I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed watching it, and it's one of the few that I've thirteen hours. I committed thirteen hours over the like three days to make sure I got it done, and. Not because I just felt like I had to, but because I couldn't stop watching the damn thing. Yeah, well, I, that's what we talked about at the head of the the, the first segment, uh, the first part of the podcast, is that I was hyped up on the hype train for a man in the high castle, and it's like, oh, he fell off my plate today. Because, <laughs> yeah, uh, cause, yeah I, bo- I boiled through. And there's very few shows that I, I will I will chug through like that. Uh, first season of Blacklist, I... I powered through and I, that, I don't always do that. And Jessica Jones was another one of those that I just blasted through it. And mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. What's up? What's, what's, yeah. what's next? <laughs> what's <laughs> so been look, going on in the world for the past two days? Call me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's uh yeah, exactly. It's like, where did my Saturday go? Oh, mm-hmm. I know what happened. I, well, I watched, 
I watched the shit out of that show. <laughs> <laughs> Lived it back to when I was Damn a kid. Damn near killed it. I know. When I was a kid and I would just get a video game and it's like all of a sudden, where the hell did my you know Christmas break go? I haven't seen anyone for five days. So yeah. same thing when I'm doing these binge watching segments and these sprees it's like man you can just get so hooked in this is one of those you absolutely get hooked in i saw my wife get up in the morning i saw her go to bed at at night and i told her do not disturb me between those times bring me food and (laughs) 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 are you talking sometimes i do i catch myself doing that is that like uh my wife will uh, want to show me something I'm like oh the link of something and I'm watching a show and if I'm really into it I'll do the dramatic pick up the remote and the, the hard pause and then set it down and, <laughs> and then I get the withering look it's like mm-hmm. that's all sorry I was I was watching I was watching this show <laughs> yeah, I've done, I've did you not that. see my serious binge face <laughs> well on. my wife will start talking to me and if I if I turn and say sorry what like She'll get slightly upset. If I do it a second time, she'll get really upset. So now I'll grab the remote and I will force myself. I'm like, hold on. And no matter where it is, I have to go find the remote. I have to pause it. If it's not pausing, I have to turn off the thing. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And for (laughs) guys out there, for God's sakes, with your significant other, do not do a big heavy sigh before you pause it. Do not, if they come up and don't don't go, (sighs) click. Yes, (laughs) Yes, because <laughs> man, you you again, you, what insignificant you shit do you again? have to tell me? Yeah. You again, man? You might. Oh, what did the dog do now? It's, what it, did the dog do now? It's, it, oh, how many how many likes did that cat post get on Facebook? And <laughs> <laughs> so you might as well if you, it's getting cold out there, you might as well just go get a blanket, heavy blanket, and curl up on the trampoline in the backyard. Yeah, you are in the you're, dog you're, house because yeah, yeah. you are not sleeping in the bed that <laughs> night. Yeah, which for me is a good thing because Netflix is out on the couch. So there you go. That's right. Sometimes I'm just getting kicked to the couch on purpose. <laughs> That's right. Where I sit on my empty, empty beer cans. <laughs> Tell me about those significant things you have to say. What? Yeah. Oh, you want me to sleep on the couch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure you have some very deep conversational type stuff you wanted to talk about. Brian says about stuff on Pinterest and stuff. Brian says, <laughs> "Lucky me, I don't have to deal with that shit." <laughs> Cha-ching! Cha-ching! I could just hang up the phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just turn the phone off. Go to sleep. Yep. So we're right at an hour already, man. Cool. We we burned through uh, that. We got. Oh, um, I did want to bring up. Go ahead. Keep talking. Uh, Well, I was just going to say we burned. We got all the shows tackled we wanted to tackle. Um, We almost forgot into the Badlands, but we got her in there. Yep. Um, I did want to mention, and this is something near and dear to your heart from what you was telling me earlier today. I forgot to mention in the news, Fargo creator Noah Hawley is working on a Cat's Cradle TV series mm-hmm. from Kurt Vonnegut. Vonnegut. Uh, from, his, uh, from his book called Cat's Cradle. Um, it's going to be uh, from reading the review. This is off of uh, the, or the info on this off of theverge.com. Um, it's going to be very difficult to adapt it is vonnegut if you haven't read vonnegut like slaughterhouse five which is his thing about the fire bombing of rotterdam uh, uh, yeah um or dresden 
was it Rotterdam? Well, Dresden, Rotterdam. They, but thing? we both firebombed the shit out of them. I haven't read this stuff since I was in high school. but Rightfully so. But he, he, within, <laughs> that, that, within that there's like ta- time traveling aliens and stuff. I mean, he's his stuff is that kind of out there. And yeah. when I read that, I was like, wow, what a difficult thing to try to adapt. And you said it was in like your list of top five books, right? Oh, Cat's Cradle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard of it. I've never read it. I was hoping you, I was looking on the break on your shelves to see if you had a copy of it. There, there, yeah, Cat's Cradle is over there somewhere. I want to take it home with there's me. There's a, I have to, I have to find it, but I, there's four or five Vonnegut books running yeah. around here. Somewhere. After after we finish, I'll take a, you can so, take a peek for me. Um, just a snippet of the on the book. Cat's Cradle is a fourth novel. American writer Kurt Vonnegut first published in 1963. It explores the issues of science, technology, and religion, satirizing the arms race and many other targets along the way. After turning down, um, blah 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 blah. Um, the plot. At the opening of the book, the narrator and every man named John, but calling himself Jonah, describes a time when he is planning to write a book about what important Americans did on that day Hiroshima, the Hiroshima bomb was dropped. While researching the topic, John becomes involved with the children of Felix Honecker, a Nobel laureate physicist who had developed an atomic bomb. John travels to Ilium, New York to interview, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's kind of off to the races. But um, the whole cat's cradle thing is like the see, the string game the the gang. Yeah. but he the, the the character does it there's one of the characters that does it all the time with no string see the cat see the cradle right there's nothing there yeah um so it's going to be interesting how they cuz he has you you always like kind of start off like you feel like you're reading one particular book and then the next chapter it's like whoa it's not exactly what I'm reading, is it? It's sort of all over the place. Yeah. Uh, they said that it, they did mention in this article about the difficulty on translating this to other mediums outside of the book, mm-hmm. uh, the book world. Uh, Donnie Darko writer director Richard Kelly even worked on an adaptation for Leonardo DiCaprio that was never produced. Mm-hmm. He will never get his Oscar now. Oh, good. Damn it. Um, so, like the major themes of the book. Um, Many of Vonnegut's recurring themes are prevalent in the Cat's Cradle, most notably the issues of free will, man's relation to technology. The former is embodied by the creation of Bokanism, an artificial religion um, created to make life bearable um, to the beleaguered inhabitants of San Lorenzo through an acceptance and delight in the inevitable of everything that happens. In the inevitability of everything that happens. The latter is demonstrated by the development and exploration of Ice-9, which is convinced, conceived with indifference, but is misused to disastrous ends um, vanilla ice strikes again yeah it, to the extreme rock and, and here's what there it's maybe difficult to transfer over um the style his like it he has a super like when you read vonnegut you know it's vonnegut like most of vonnegut's work irony and black humor are used heavily throughout cast cradle despite its relatively short length well, the uh, protagonist, a, the protagonist, there was a lot of internal monologue as well, and that's hard to sometimes right. get across. Right. So it's going to be really, really interesting how they play that pull this off because it'll either be cool or it's going to be terrible. Yeah. Well, they be the, bastard execution. Bastard too. execution. Well, Holly, uh, maybe they'll get David Caruso to start in. Well, <laughs> well, uh, Holly had great success with Fargo. Yeah, adapting it for uh, which I've got. Netflix has season one. I've got two season two DVR, and that's 
burn through that at some point. Yeah, that's all my probably around Christmas well. is when my yet another thing for Gregalicious. To, yeah, and then just to add that to the pile. He's, like, he's sitting here he's like, man, add to the pile. I'm he's like, God, I need to. He keeps on slumping down for more, and more. Like, I need to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you're drinking. Hey, you're I'm not, drinking well. You're nine AP, IPAs in. You know what? Uh, I'm here. You for had the IPA an episode community. named after you last. I'm here for the IPA community. So. <laughs> That's right. That's um, mad prop in the IPA. <laughs> the hipsters he's need put, some love too. All he's right. putting some D's and some IPAs. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, dirty Greg and the boys. It seemed like the thing to do at the time. <laughs> Wipe your dick on his car. <laughs> <laughs> we were gonna pull that up. That we need to do that after we after we end this. We were gonna pull that up and uh, um, watch those dirty Mike and the boy scenes. I'd, I should, would. I would love be it. The title of this episode. What was the name of that movie again? The other guys. The other guys. <laughs> dirty some Mike D's and the boy. I watched it after. Damn funny. You did watch it? Oh, yeah, I watched the. Well, I've seen it, but oh, okay. I watched the yeah, yeah. the replay of that scene, the, the cliff note version of it. That's <laughs> awesome. So I'm pumped. We got good stuff on tap tonight. Yeah. And now I don't know what I'm going to do on Monday nights. Everything that's like on Mondays is on hiatus. Stay. Uh, well, hopefully the Bachelor in Paradise will start again. Soon. Oh my there god, you go. dude! You pulled the words right out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. That's right. right. How did you? How did you mm-hmm. get out of my mind? Hey, I know these things. I know you got a busy things. night. You got to go actually eat food for the first time today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then you got to get ready for the. I've had as much tonight. Earl Grey tea this weekend for my throat as I can probably take. Yeah. Um, I gotta John, get to bed early tonight. Captain, Captain John deep throat and Earl. <laughs> mm, don't knock it till you tried it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, good Laters. stuff. Bye. See ya.